happened? Where are they? I don't know, sir. They must have hyperchats on that thing. And what do we got on this thing? A Cuisinart? No, sir. We'll find them, catch them. Yes, sir. Prepare ship for light speed. No, 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 light speed is too slow. Light speed too slow? Yes, we're gonna have to go right to ludicrous speed. <gasps> ludicrous speed? Sir, we've never gone that fast before. I don't know if the ship can take it. What's the matter, Colonel Sanders? Chicken? Prepare ship! Prepare ship for ludicrous speed. Fasten all seatbelts. Seal all entrances and exits. Close all shops in the mall. Cancel the free ring circus. Secure all animals in the zoo. Give me that, you petty excuse for an officer. Now hear this. Ludicrous speed. Sir, had you better buckle up. Ah, buckle this. Ludicrous speed. Go! Welcome everybody to this episode of All Up In Your Geek. As always, sitting to my left. It's your buddy Bob, aka Flash Rodman. What's happening? Money here. Greetings, my excellent friends. And this is Lou, aka Puerto Rican Judo. Oh, oh, there we go. There we go. It only nice. took 11 episodes. Only... We got one. There yeah. we go. See? Now we got one. Good I'm stuff. feeling good now. See? All right. So what's up, guys? Thanks for, for your follow and listen on this week's episode. Uh, we want to take some time real quick before we get started uh, to thank everybody for your downloads and listens. Uh, episode 10 did great. Um, we were overwhelmed by, um, even with some tef- technical difficulties that we had, how quick um, you guys listened and downloaded. Uh, so thank you very much. Yeah, fuck you, technical difficulties. Exactly. That's right. Fuck the technical yeah. difficulties. Um, because despite that, we still did really good. Yo, blew the wood, yeah. blew them out of the water. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We were all sad and shit, ready to hang ourselves in the shower. Three <laughs> listens over a day, and yeah. then we realized we fucked it up, and then boom, the skies opened up. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. It was. It was great. So thank you guys again. Um, so with that, let's get started. What you guys been up to? Ah, well, you know, been uh, been doing you know some more retro gaming on on the NES Classic. Um, been playing some Super C, all right. which is good. So can't, yeah, can't go wrong there. No, no, not at all. So yeah, no, I've just been in, you know enjoying that for right now. Um, you know, I got together with a friend of mine. Uh, we do this from time to time. I've never mentioned it before. Wait a minute, hold on. You have other friends? I do. What? My father's got deep pockets. What? Yes. <laughs> um, but we do this from time to time. We haven't done it in a while because, you know, life happens. People get busy. We both got three kids, and it's it's tough. But um, got together a couple nights ago, play some Worms Armageddon. Now, Ooh. I don't know wow. what Ooh. any of you know about Worms Armageddon. Oh, Absolutely I know. nothing. I know. When I tell you, yeah. and I am not overselling it, this is... The single greatest multiplayer game in the history of gaming. This fucking game is so addictive, so competitive, it's unbelievable. Every time you think you're getting the excitement for this game under control, it, it just it blasts a whole nother hole. No, no, that was a that was a good test. We're testing the shit out. <laughs> yeah, all right. We have improved our sound quality here. It will make more improvements, but uh, we're working we're working our way up. Yeah. We are just three dudes in a basement, so we're making the best of what we have, which is nothing really. Yeah. Um, besides a microphone. Mm. Uh, but anyway, 
Continue. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, this game, and we've played it forever. Uh, forever. Yeah. We used to chill in my friend's basement. We used to not go to school to play this game. He didn't graduate high school because we stayed home too often to play this game. And I would have been right there along with him if it wasn't for my accident um, and the pity that came along with it. Anyway, uh, so we did that a couple nights ago, and it just reminded me how much. Yeah. I think this game, I want to say it released in 97. There's and they've released many, so many editions. No, but, you see, yeah. but dude, but dude, every iteration of this game that has followed yeah. has been not nearly as good as Armageddon. Okay. It is the perfect balance of this game. And you have to play it with the right options. If you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what options to play with, to the compactor. Mm-hmm. The garbage. What system did you play it on? It's a PC. Oh, PC. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can get into that at a later date. Um, we have the save file for the perfect options. Um, I can bring that along. We can mm-hmm. fuck around with it. Um, but... Jesus Christ. Like, when I tell you guys... I want you guys to start playing, because if you get good... I mean, there is no such competition like a Worms Armageddon competition. I also downloaded Terra for the PS4. I don't know if you know what that is. Yes, I haven't played it, but I don't know what it is. I tried it out on PC a while ago. I think it released for PS4 in March, Mm -hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, I found it a little bit awkward on the PC, so I didn't give it too much time. Uh, I think I had a different expectation... I haven't played it on the PS4 yet. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it last night. I haven't gotten a chance yet. I've been running errands all day long. I will get to it. Along with, my world has sort of been reopened here. It just came to our attention that there are several mm-hmm. sequels, for lack of a better term. I, I think they were... I don't know if they were fan-made. The, a lot of the ones that I showed you were. That one in the video that you showed, Lou, that one was that was an official that was like an official pseudo sequel to a link to the a past link to the past right but that Those, was that was done by nintendo from what yeah. i understood yeah that was video. that was legitimate from what i understand and then and bob you were um you those were, were like yeah they were yeah they were some like fan made you know like sort of like hacks right you know homebrews which i'd also like yeah. to get to that because sometimes that shit is as good if not better mm-hmm than the, the real stuff. You know what I really found interesting out of that, that video? And and I'll yeah. post it maybe on the Facebook page so people can watch it and Twitter also. They purchased that satellite and, and all that other shit yeah. so that people can play the game in installments. Like in, in the first week that they released the first half of the game, you had to beat two dungeons. And if you didn't beat those two dungeons, you couldn't play them right. again on the second week because you had to do the other two dungeons. Right, right. right. That, yeah, no, it was... it was that, that whole setup was very fucked up, I thought. I mean, yeah. you had to have a satellite dish. Then you had to get the service. Then you had to get this other piece that hooked onto your Super Nintendo. Then there was a schedule, a time schedule, and you could only play the game exactly. like at a certain time. Then you couldn't really save your game. You could kind of maybe pick up where you left off, but then you couldn't, and then it wasn't broken up into parts, and it was... It's like... Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, like, really, fuck you. To me, it actually <laughs> just sounded very, very Japanese. But I'm excited to uh, to get those. I'm going to get them shortly. So uh, I'm super duper excited for that. Well, I have actually started playing with my crew, State of Decay 2. Decided to try it out and see what it is. It actually is pretty good. It's very buggy. It's very glitchy. Sometimes you're driving a car and you're in one spot and then you blink and you open your eye. You're 10 miles down the road. You don't know how you got there. I don't know why they haven't fixed 
that this far along. I think the game has been out like almost two <coughs> months or so. But I mean, the mechanics of the game itself are pretty cool. Could it be that you're lagging? I don't know. It could be, but... Your fucking 56K internet that you got here? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not lagging anywhere else. This is the only game that I'm experiencing that, so I'm assuming that it's the game, and my crew is seeing it too. Okay, so it's not just just me. Okay, so it's a server issue. Yeah, so it could be a server issue, it could be a game issue, it could be a Microsoft issue, I I don't know. But I mean, I I like it, I I think it's pretty cool. You know, it's mostly, it's a zombie Mm -hmm. game, and I, I love zombies. Um, but here you're building like a community and you're getting resources and you're recruiting people and, you know, it's permadeath. So if one of your people die, that's it. They're dead and they're not coming back. You can now take over someone else, but that person is not coming back. That's interesting. I, I love that idea. I love it. I can't tell you how much I love it. You don't get to spawn again. You nope. don't get another try. Fuck you. Yeah. You're done. We move on. I love it. Yeah. I'm sold. I, I love it. I, I think it's it's great so far. I've only been playing a couple days. Yeah, um, give me more of that, please. You want more? Of I that. want more of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, at, well, you know what? Now that <clears throat> we're like eleven episodes in, I feel a little bit more comfortable. The the group that I play with, right? We call ourselves the Couchmen. Just the, putting it out. There. The Couchmen. The Couchmen. Oh. Man or men? Men. Men. Couchman. Is it all men? No, it's one chick. Let's oh, <laughs> see. You almost got away with it. I know, we did. I was almost going to be like, wow, I'm impressed, but, but I'm not. But she was okay with the name, so... she have a dick? No, she not does right. not. She does not. Definitely not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Are you uh, sure? <laughs> well, I can never be sure, but I'm 98.9% <laughs> Are point, Are sure? sure, yes. Other than that, I, I bought a uh, NES Classic yep. during, during the week. I got it on 4th of July. Okay. Fuck Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> Yo. What do you mean? Yeah, right? <laughs> right? Like, I don't, Game's so easy. I didn't even get to the first boss. And when I did get to the first boss, I had no fucking armor. So, one fireball, done. That's it. That was my last life. And I said, you know what? Before I break the only controller I have... <laughs> I have to replace it yeah. with third party? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you! A uke? A uke wireless, you mean? Um, they punish you for breaking your shit. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, uh, I mean, everything else is pretty damn good. Super C is really good. Yeah, I, was get, go I was playing Punch-Out, and I got through maybe Bald Bull without mm. getting beat. Um, I still, I, I, I can't remember all the patterns for, right. for each person, so I'm still learning again. We uh, we yeah. did that, I think it was before the last episode or two yeah. episodes ago, Bob and I were hanging out and we played a little punch out. And it, it, it was a little rough, you know, yeah. it took us maybe a round yeah, to get the patterns the back. And, and, uh, but yeah, you know, it comes back. Yeah. Mm. Glass Joe hit me. <laughs> and that shit pissed me off. And right? Like, oh, no, 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 no. no. Right. It can't be. That's when you wonder if the response time on your control is, is where it's supposed to be. Yeah, well, what really made me think about that was Ninja Gaiden. I was playing Ninja mm-hmm. Gaiden, the first one, and the jumping seemed a little off. Like, when you jump on the wall and then try to get off the wall, it seemed a little delayed. Um, but, I mean, it's still, other than that, just like I remember, the music, the little cinemas, the sword. Oh, yeah. Oh, that game's great. incredible. If, if you close your door, mm-hmm. it's like you can feel like you're... I mean, I, I was five, six, seven years old in that time frame, and that every time I play that shit, it takes me right back there. Yep. You know, And I'm five, six, seven years old yep. again. It's incredible what music does to you, how it just shoots you back. It's not just that. The wire on the controller is so short. Oh, you well, have to bullshit. sit close. <laughs> I'm getting an extension tomorrow, I'm actually. Have to get I'm an getting an extension, it tomorrow. but yeah. I feel like I used to... Yeah. When I used to yeah. play, that's how I played. Right. Close in the controller, my eyes open. Yeah. To this fucking day. I need to be 
in my TV to play. And uh, every single time somebody sees me, whether it's my wife, even my kids, they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I gotta be close. Like, it's not gonna reach. You know? <laughs> it's not gonna reach. And it's wireless. And I could swear, I mean, I, I don't know the, the, the physiology of this, the biology of it, you know, the way the anatomy works and whatnot, but I could swear it's a slower response time. I don't know if it's the controller or if it's really just the response mm-hmm. time to me. I am like a slow, retarded, deaf child when I play sitting on my couch. <laughs> I can't beat anything at all. And I have to walk up to the TV and be like, you know, like like nose length away from the TV. I, I notice too, like if I'm playing, yeah, like especially like an NES game or, or if it's something that's that's hard and I it's like, yep. get up, if, you know, top mm, yep. of the chair, like, yep. you know. No, no talking. No talking. No talk- you better not be fucking right. talking. Don't distract me. And it's just yep. zero in. Absolutely. Has to has to be. Like I when it's serious, it's fucking serious. Mm. And that's how I feel with this thing, that yeah. I'm there. Even playing something as simple as bubble bobble, like I'm right. in there and I'm like <laughs> right. bloop, 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 bloop. So I mean I, I really enjoyed it. And I actually had the kids play bubble bobble and I had them play Oh, then what was the other game I had them play? Oh, I can't remember. Well I know they played bubble bobble, they got a kick out of it. So it's been pretty cool. Other than that, they, you know, there's something that was lingering. An article that I had from from our episode just around E3, okay. and I, it's not about E3. Okay. I'm not. I don't want to bring up that <laughs> aggravation again. But <laughs> Battlefield Five, right? They're okay. releasing a new Battlefield, and part of the trailer had a female protagonist with a prosthetic arm who was participating in this World War II fight. Okay. So a lot of people were up in arms about it, not because it was a female character, but because it was a female character with a prosthetic arm fighting in World War II. Mm. Now, there were females fighting in World War II, but not like that. So the people who play Battlefield for you mean You mean over who could get to the kitchen first to cook me dinner? <laughs> no, the Russians had snipers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but people who play Battlefield for the historical value, yeah. you know, they were up in arms about it and they created you know, the hashtag, not my Battlefield. So, word got back to EA, and their chief creative officer, Patrick Soderlund, in an interview with, um, oh, what was the name of, the, I can't remember who it was that interviewed them, but in an interview, we, Gama Sutra, or Gama Sutra, said... Gama Sutra? No, Gama. <laughs> not, God not damn Kama. it, Bob. <laughs> Gama Sutra said that these people who feel this way are uneducated. He called the fan base uneducated. They don't understand that this is a plausible scenario and this is a game. Then he went on to say that we stand up for the cause because I think those people who don't understand it well, you have two choices. Either accept it or don't buy the game. I'm fine with either or. It's just not okay. Well, I guess to start, do we know... For fact, because I don't, I'm not educated enough to know this. Do we know for a fact that there, there was nobody in that war that participated with some sort of prosthetic? To my knowledge, that's not been. I, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. When, I mean, when I were prosthetics invented? I don't know. I have no idea. I, but I, I, yeah, should I, I mean, know I more about this. I, I don't know. I, I don't. Okay. I couldn't say with 100 certainty, but I, but I think they wouldn't even let you fight. I don't. If you had that pro- kind of. I, I don't. You know. I, I don't You'd know be disqualified, anything you know, disqualified about. from from combat. <laughs> disqualified I from the battlefield. <laughs> no, um, they, that was a you know. I would think so too. 
I don't know. I don't know. Secondly, his response, I think, was perfect. Is it ridiculous? Maybe a little bit. But it is a video game. Okay? We are detaching from reality on some level when we play any game. And I think, please repeat his, his two options again. Very similar to what I would have said. Either accept it or don't buy the game. Yeah, there you go. Don't buy it. You don't like it? Don't buy it. Play something else. He, he couldn't have been any more upfront. <sighs> I don't know, man. Go ahead, Bob. Sorry. I'm, you, uh, you go ahead. I just feel like it, uh, it's sort of a douchey response, though. Like, What's he supposed to say? He can't, he can't acknowledge that they're right. Right. He called them uneducated, which leads me to believe that he's going to fall back on some, maybe there were prosthetics in that or I don't know that but that's certainly what his response sounded like I think that if there would have been some concrete evidence he would have said it during there instead of calling it a quote unquote plausible scenario I think you know again I don't know I don't know enough about war or history in general ne- neither do I but if he did which is what he's insinuating since he's calling his fan base or customer base uneducated. Which is great, by the way. <laughs> he should not have said plausible Fuck scenario. you. Right. Don't play. Much, that's pretty much what he said. The game hasn't released yet, though, correct? No. Not okay. this so we should at least wait till it releases. We don't know the story of the game. Perhaps there's some sort of a, a Back to the Future you know, type storyline that somehow... Who knows? Who knows? You don't know. And, and I'm going to opt for the second part of his, his two choices. Yeah, don't so buy the game. I'm not going to know. I wasn't buying the game anyway. <laughs> and that, that's sort of my point is like, if, I don't think it's wise from a business standpoint to, to, to go right. to your fan base and be like, hey, well, hey fuck you, pal. Don't buy it. Because they're going to, you know, because they right. might turn around and be like, okay. And deal. by the way, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. wait a second. First of all, they are still going to buy it. Let's not fool ourselves. Well, I got the fans, disagree. the fans of that yeah. franchise are going to buy it, whether they're verbally berated or not. Secondly, if I recall, you said he was chief creator. Chief, hold on. Chief, chief creative officer. Right. Okay. He doesn't give a fuck whether or not they buy the game. He did his job. Fair. He's in creative. He doesn't give a shit. Buy it. Don't buy it. I don't care. Well, you think he can come up with a more creative answer than this? I'm just saying. You know, it's not creative. I'll give it that, but it seems pretty, pretty straightforward. Don't like it? Don't play it. I got the sense that him and there was the uh, design director for Dice who both made comments. The other guys wasn't so bad, but I got the feeling that they were thinking that people were just up in arms because it was a female, and that's why they reacted that way. Well, I, you know, I think this bothers me a little bit because. They release a game or the trailer for a game, Mm -hmm. okay? They know what content they're putting out. That wasn't an accident. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever snippets of the game got got leaked, released. I mean, that was, you know, intended. And then, we don't like it. It's not realistic. And he comes back and he says, you're uneducated. It is realistic, which I can't confirm nor deny. No clue whether or not that's true or not. But then, very straightforward. Don't like it. Mm -hmm. Don't buy it. And what do we have? More crying. I don't know what you want the guy to say. We're coming to you with an issue. As as consumers, this is an issue to us. Well, what do you want him to do about it? What do you want him to do about it at this point? He can't take it out of the game. Right. Okay? So, was it the most creative? Probably not. Was it the nicest? No. But he is under no obligation no. to let you guys down softly. Well, don't say you guys. It's not no, no, me. I'm not talking yeah. about you. I'm saying in general, you guys, the, you know, the fans of that game. Well, wait, we are not fans of that game. Hold on a second. You're the first person to say that everybody should demand more. 
So yes. these guys, these people are trying to demand more by maintaining the historical accuracy of a franchise mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. has maintained historical accuracy mm-hmm. yeah, from, from the beginning or at least for the last few games or however many because right. I've only played a few. Right. So if they're demanding more and they're saying fuck you. How are you taking the fuck you? I'm not. I'm not. What I'm saying is, a the game hasn't been released yet, mm-hmm. so you have to at least wait till it's released. And b, I am certainly not educated enough mm-hmm. to be able to make a plausible argument against that. Okay, it very well may be inaccurate. I don't know. It also very well may be accurate. I don't know. Like you said to me, there were women in that war. I didn't know that. I know zero about war, and I wish to keep it that way. So I'm not the person to be making arguments for either side. What I do like about his response was that he just didn't dance around the issue. Don't like it? Don't buy it. Okay. Or whatever words he chose to use. That's pretty much what he said. <laughs> yeah. I just want to bring up it's a, a similar scenario with Star Wars, believe it or not, with uh, The Last Jedi. Which came out very controversial, very dis- divisive, mm-hmm. and with there was a big outcrying from the fans. Did not like the way the direction of the franchise and where it was going. Mm-hmm. So the person in charge, Kathleen Kennedy, pretty much gave a response similar to that guy, where it was like, "You know what, tough shit. You don't like it. Screw you." So the fans said, "Okay," and when they released the solo movie, it tanked, mm-hmm. it bombed, and they did not. Fans did not go out to see it. Now they hate the franchise. They're calling for that lady to be fired. My point is, this shit could have been remedied by, oh, you know, we we hear you, we hear you fans, but we we wanted to kind of go in a different direction, and we wanted to have something that's a little bit more fantasy, you know, thank you. Thank you for your concern, and it could have been solved. You address it, you say, we're going in a different direction, you don't have to say, well, fuck, you don't buy it. I just feel like it's, you know, to go to your fan base and say... That is kind of like a business uh, shooting yourself in the foot. I don't have a problem with the accept it or don't. Buy it or don't. Watch it or don't. I don't have a problem with that. What I do have a problem with is the you're an idiot. Buy it and don't buy it. You don't right. have to you're not, you're, insult you're, the fan base. People are already upset because you fucked up. Or they think you fucked up. Let me yeah. just say that because I don't know if anybody fucked up. That's presumptuous of me. But your customers are upset. And instead of addressing the issue, you're like, well, well, you guys are uneducated. You don't know anything. Either buy it or don't buy it. Thanks. Have a nice day. You know? Yeah. And, and that's what I, I, I have a problem with. If he would have just said, listen, this is the direction that we yeah. went to go in. This is a plausible thing also. You know, we're trying to add a little twist here. If you want to give it a shot and see where it goes, by all means. If not, then that's fine too. Okay. No problem. Exactly. I 100% agree with that. Now... I'm just doing a quick Google search here mm-hmm. of whether or not there were prosthetics in World War II. Mm-hmm. And I am seeing that they were indeed prosthetics in World War II. This is not me. Hmm. No, I understand. Go ahead. Were the prosthetics like cyborg prosthetics? Because the picture that I saw, the representation that I saw, looked like a Metal Gear Phantom Pain fucking... <laughs> you know, independent digits with metal and alloy and, and all kind of shit. Terminator style? Yeah. Like Terminator. I would, Terminator. I would imagine a World War II prosthetic looked like a mannequin arm. Like, yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. A hook? <laughs> yeah, a little, a little <laughs> hook. It's just two little things right. like this. Well, look, 
Back to what you said, Bob, about the Star Wars thing. Another thing that I am completely and totally ignorant about and wish to keep it that way. But it sounds to me like you're saying that the reason this Han Solo movie tanked was because of her response to the prior. And my understanding from the little bit I've read is that the reason it tanked was because it was a steaming pile of shit. It had nothing to do with, you know, a protest of any kind. No, it was not the only... Re- You're right. It was not the only reason. But before the movie even came out, there was there was a large outcry to boycott that movie by the fans. Mm-hmm. I think the difference between the two is that... Let's say that, that this is accurate and there is a... With, with Battlefield and there mm-hmm. is a historical difference somewhere. There is no historical difference with Star Wars because it's, a, an, it's an entirely fictional world. So you can take twists and turns and do different things and make new stories and twist stories in because there's no you know there's no history to it there's no actual physical history other than the original movies yeah you know right which they don't which they didn't really stray from anyway well i am going to take it upon myself to do a little bit of research um off air okay. and we will revisit this topic because i like that i'm not so sure that anything this individual said was wrong. Um, okay. If he is indeed correct mm-hmm. on the the prosthetics issue, mm-hmm. then by all means, that is probably the most tactful way he could have handled the situation. But we will. I, right, I will reserve my opinion until I do a little bit more research and educate myself just a tad. Then I'm going to reserve my comment or my suggestion to take um, Mr. Sutherland. And put him in the money pit. Okay. Okay. But I think that's fair. We will revisit this topic. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, we got some emails. Yeah. Oh, nice. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you very much, guys, for your emails, and we hope you keep them coming. So, all right. Bob's going to start us with our first fan email. Okay. Hi there. Really like the show. I also like goats. I also like having sex with my goats. Thank you for giving me a phone. Oh. I apologize. This was for all up in your freak. <laughs> See? Happens Wrong all file. The time. Wrong file. <laughs> See? You need to keep better notes, sir. You're right. <laughs> Hi there. Why don't you guys like GameStop? I think it's the greatest place on earth. You should feel lucky to have worked there. I can't tell you how many times I tried getting a job there. There must be a whole folder filled with just my application. Dreams can come true, can't they? Put a good word in for me. Mama needs a job. Uh, sign unemployed. <laughs> well, sorry about that. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well... I don't know where you're applying for a job, but I can assure you that there is no folder filled with your applications. That folder is called the compactor. <laughs> they don't save your applications, and if you've applied more than once, you're not getting the job. I just want to apologize. I'm sorry. I'm mm-hmm. sorry you feel this way. What is our problem with GameStop? I mean, I go, please. The floor is yours. Okay. I still know people that work at GameStop, and I have no problem with them. I'm not going to say I hate GameStop. I don't hate GameStop. But the end of my GameStop employment mm. experience was unpleasurable. From the moment that... This was mine. <laughs> yeah, from the moment that that company became public, it was just all downhill. They started to bring in people who knew business but not games. And they started adding things like having to recite a paragraph when you pick up the phone Mm. before the customer can actually talk. The reservation thing I understood. Subscription, not so much, even though I I do subscribe to Game Informer. 
but I didn't I, I don't necessarily think that that's something that needed to be pitched but I got there was just a, a lot of assholes toward the end of my tenure there how many assholes we got on this ship anyhow they had quite a few <laughs> <laughs> and you know it made for very uncomfortable work environment I just I, I didn't like it so I took pleasure in quitting I take even more pleasure in hearing that they may be bought out yeah. and that that's it so that was, I don't hate GameStop but fuck GameStop right <laughs> and that was going to be my point unemployed is maybe they did you a favor because yeah. there might not be a GameStop to work at well, well that's soon. what I was going to say yeah. and, and in this small little room we know I've quit that job seven times yeah. and each time got rehired with a raise but the end is near yeah, I don't care who you are. I, yeah, I mean, how many more years is this company right. hanging on? At least in this exactly. space, yeah, and even not the, many. You're going to be unemployed again, yeah. even if you're employed by GameStop. Correct. Even the people that I know that are still there, you know, from the things they tell me, not much has changed mm-hmm. since I left. And if right. it has changed, it has changed to the detriment of the manager and the detriment of the staff. Yes, because the expectations are just unrealistic. Yeah, my advice to you, unemployed, is maybe broaden your horizons a little bit, reach beyond you know your comfort zone because uh, that is really not the tree you want to be barking up at this this point in history. Yeah, there's a hand, uh, more than a handful of uh, ex blockbuster employees who could probably, <laughs> probably <laughs> tell you tell you a thing or two. There was a point in time where we thought blockbuster was the greatest place on earth. Also, right. yeah, listen, unemployed, take it from. Three guys who work retail. If you want a job, don't go to retail. Yeah. It'll suck you in and spit you out. Not mm-hmm. in a good way either. Mm-hmm. True, true. Okay, uh, moving on. Hi there, A-U-I-Y-G. I really like the show, and keep up the good work. My question is for D-Money. What happened to the compactor? I mean, nine episodes, all I hear is, to the compactor. And then episode ten, you do a money pit. Explain yourself. Well, Twelve's up, zero down. I think that's that's fair. And I don't totally disagree. I, I like them both. I thought the Money Pit was a little bit more personalized, was a little bit more mine. You know, I invite you guys into my world. However, the Compactor is still here. I believe I've already used it once this episode. I will continue to use the Compactor, and um, I will continue to invite you all into the Pit. And that's it. Uh, I appreciate your concern. Thank you for the email. I think it's confusing. <laughs> Well, I would like to say, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Don't buy it. <laughs> you, sir, are uneducated. That's right. <laughs> All right. And uh, final email. Dear All Up In Your Geek, just started listening to you guys, and I have been thoroughly entertained with your discussions. As a fellow old school gamer, I've amassed a large collection of physical games. Wondering, with the modern push towards digital games, will physical games die out? Do you prefer digital to physical? Thanks for the great content. J.B. Morse. Wow. Well, I think that's a great question. That um, is a good question. But I sort of feel like the answer's out there. Physical games already are dying out. They are. As a matter yeah. of fact, I mean, music CDs would just stop yeah. being sold at Best Buy recently. Yeah, that's last true. two weeks. Yep. Because digital music downloads and just getting music off of YouTube and converting it. You don't even have to fucking pay for it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's ridiculous. Personally, I still do have some physical discs, but I prefer digital. It's easier. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to leave my house at midnight. I just mm-hmm. buy the damn game, and it will download on its own, and then the next day I'm ready to go. That's what I was going to say. I mean, I was a collector. I still have my, my shit from decades ago. Right. But the honest-to-God truth is it takes up too much space. 
You know, the digital format is just easier. Who the fuck wants to go out every time a game's coming out at midnight or whenever there is to pick it up? You gotta sure. go to the store, you gotta bring it home, and then you gotta store this thing, which doesn't seem like a big deal for one game. But when you have game upon game upon game, as we all know here, yeah. it just takes up too much real estate. I haven't bought a physical game in, geez, I don't know how long. It's just easier. You know, they streamline the entire process. It's cheaper for them. It's cheaper for us. I don't even know if I'd want the physical copy of, you know, my franchises now. I think it's it's just unnecessary, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I mean, Derek made a lot of my points. Uh, I, I Yes, I was very hardcore collector for many years. Had a room of doom. You know, loved collecting and having, you know, everything. I You know, and I, part of me... Misses, you know, the box with the manual and and that whole experience of getting it and opening and that that old school people know too. The if you open the manual and you take a whiff, there was that smell, fresh paper, (laughs) that fresh paper smell, and that was and that was great. But you know, as as Derek said, it it did start to you know take up a lot of uh, space and and you know then I also had financial reasons why I had to you know downsize and and now I'm slowly you know. Everything is now more digital, right. so I, I think I think that's where we're going. Yeah, don't don't forget the notes page in the back of the manuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. right for your passwords. <laughs> exactly. Now you I know. need paper to play a video. Game. Yeah, you know what? I was playing Mike Tyson's Punch Out. I did the first. Sorry, Punch Out. It wasn't Mike Tyson's Punch Out. <laughs> Got through the first three or four fights. Right. You know, after every every time you win a title, you do a sure. scene where you're running. Yes. You know, chasing and, the guy who stole, stole, stole your bike. Stole your bike. At the end of that sequence. The code comes up, sure. and it says, you know, passcode is blah, 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 blah. I got my old school tendencies, and I'm like, shit, I need a pencil. <laughs> I got all this shit down. And then a wave of calmness. Yes. And I said, wait a minute. Serenity. I don't need to fucking write this down. And I grabbed my cell phone. <laughs> and I took a picture of the screen. Was, I don't have to write it down anymore. Evidence of the guy stealing your bike also. Exactly. That right. too, they can arrest him after 30 years. Yeah. So uh, yes, I, I think digital is is definitely you know where where we're headed. Plus, I think sometimes the prices are better on the digital. Well, yeah. they are. I mean, yeah, pretty much, I, I was yeah. going to say what you kind of see is you pay X for a game, a physical copy, and then you get to trade it in at the end. You know, when some of us need a pack of cigarettes or something of the like. <laughs> but um, it, it's almost like you're just eliminating that trade in. You know, you're getting your money back up front. Yeah. Where you you know it's five dollars less, whatever it is, but that's all you're getting for that game when you trade it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is probably the only remaining business of GameStop at this point. I, I don't even know. I haven't been into GameStop in, in forever. What, the trading? Do they still sell used? I would they think still sell used. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason I was why I go. Sometimes they right. have yeah, like, me too. buy two, get one. Yeah, that's what I do. Or they just got yeah. a good deal where it's cheaper than digital. And then yes. I will do it. But yes. you know what? I want to address this. I want this on record. Sure. The problem with used games at GameStop. Yes. I have no problem with secondhand stuff. That's almost all my kids have, is second, third, fourth-hand stuff. Okay. No problem whatsoever. If it works, great. But you go to GameStop and you buy shit used, they leave the spit, the gum, the grime that came in with, then they put their own shit on it. Sticker, sticker, <laughs> sticker, sticker. You got stickers on the spine. You got stickers on the insert on the spine. So you finally get the stickers off the spine. And then as soon as you do, you're like, you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> they yeah. stickered the spine inside the plastic, too. Yep. Then you open the case, you got the sticker on the inside. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yep. You know, as a collector, I want my shit in tip-top condition. And if I am going to buy something used, I would appreciate at least the opportunity 
to make it look like it's not used. Mm-hmm. If the disc is scratched, the disc is scratched. There's nothing you can do about that. But the condition of the case, the manual, I mean, they make no effort whatsoever. None. I agree with you, but I think that that's strategic because I think for a while, and I, I remember specifically when I was getting in um, used games when I first became a manager, I was I always had that in mind, that if somebody's coming in and they're buying it used because it's a good deal, they still want the box to, to look good. So I would try to keep it as pristine as possible. But the problem is that they'll buy it used and then leave and give it to somebody else and try to return it new. And I think that is what they were trying to limit. And back then, I can't speak for now because the stuff that I buy now is mostly used and really doesn't look that All bad. Right, well, well, I, I, I have a, a great strategy to handle with that. No receipt, no return. You don't have the receipt, you don't have the return. They moved into that later on. In the beginning, I mean, you 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 remember? Sure. We used to take back whatever. Yeah. Some kid fucking said that I broke his CD and I had to return it because right. of the area that we were. Dude, we had those six games in the safe. Yes. For fucking years. Yes. Years. I know. I kid you not. Years. I don't understand. Just don't take it back without a receipt. Instead of making your employees look like assholes when they try to stick to what you tell I, them. I, I agree. And you mm-hmm. say, no, I'm sorry. We can't now, take that back. I know now they're more stringent with it. Because yeah. I've I've tried to take something back that I that I bought. I just yeah. didn't have the receipt. And I bought it new. And they're like, sorry, if it's open without a receipt, can't take it. And then I have to trade it in. I get half of what I pay for. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just keep it until I find the receipt. And then when I do find the receipt, it's past the fucking return period. So right. it's like, you know what? At least when I stopped working there, you didn't need a receipt. No. You would take anything back. Exactly. And that was the problem then. It's like, now, I'd like to return these. It's like, sir, we don't sell shoes here. And then they make, a, they make a phone call to the DM, and the next thing you know, you're taking back a used pair of Nikes. Yeah. Full price, no less. Yes. Yes, and they win a Reebok box. <laughs> With stickers all over it. And LA gear laces. Yeah. All right, well, that. thank you guys for those emails. Please keep them coming. This is my, bar none, my favorite part of the show. I my, love my hearing team. from you guys. I can take it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, all right, so wrapping up the email, we're going to move into our first segment. Yes. With Mr. D-Money. That sound can mean only one thing, as I welcome you guys back to the Money Pit. Mm. We're going to do something a little bit different today. I would like to play some word association games. So, very simple. With but us? I, yes, with you. <laughs> I'd love to play with the listeners, too. Hey, if you guys want to shoot us some emails on this stuff, I'd love to hear it. So, I'm just going to throw something out there. Throw a term out. Okay. And the first thing that comes to mind. doesn't have to be one word. It could be a phrase, like whatever. And then we'll talk about it a little bit. All right. So, uh, let's start with Nintendo. Mario Brothers. There you go. Okay. Fair enough. Entertainment system. Okay. I would say kids. I think it's it's a more kids-based fun machine, as I <laughs> make finger quotations. I kind of wish it wasn't, because I have so many fond memories of it, mm-hmm. but it just doesn't seem to translate for me anymore. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Next, Sega. Sonic. Mm. I, I think the guy going, Sega! <laughs> that's, that's what I think of. <laughs> that's good stuff. 
Sega to me was always sort of just like the little brother that never quite could. You know what I mean? Like, you'd appreciate it for what it was, but it's like, yeah, now let the big boys play. You know what I mean? Like, it just yeah. was never quite there for me. I had the Genesis before I had a, a Super Nintendo, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And then I got a Super Nintendo, and it was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye, <laughs> well, Genesis. Yeah, right? right? Yeah. No, I almost, because um, I had a Nintendo, and it was sort of like getting to the end of the life cycle, and... You know, uh, had a friend who had the Genesis, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. Like, I want a Genesis. And then Super Nintendo came out. I said, okay, Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, pretty much. I loved the Master System when I had it. Yeah. I thought it was great. But like I've said in uh, previous episodes, past the Master System just wasn't for me. Keeping with the theme, Sony. Hmm. Spyro. Hmm. That's fair. PlayStation. Right? Okay. No, well, that works. Fair. Uh, for me, it was Walkman. We had Sony Walkmans yeah. way before, yes. way before Sony even entered the space. Yeah. You know, I remember that silver old school Walkman I used to have, and I listened to the soundtrack to Little Shop of Horrors wow. over Ooh. and over. And great, I was like, great fucking soundtrack. Yeah. Great fucking movie. God, yeah. Right? Yeah. Unbelievable movie. For those listeners who don't know what a Walkman is, it was something that played cassette tapes oh, right. that had music on it. And if you don't know what a cassette tape is, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should have explained that. I took that for granted that you guys would know that. Microsoft. Xbox. Okay. Bill Gates. Hmm. I, you see, I was going to say a PC. Okay. I know Microsoft to me was always like a computer thing. And yeah. And once they entered the, sure. the console space... I've never been a huge, huge fan, but I can see the selling points for it if you're into that type of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm personally not. <laughs> Am I doing this wrong? Because <laughs> I, I, I feel like my response is, uh, you know, like, I, I thought like it was supposed to be the first thing that jumps in your head. Or is it like, so, do you want me to, I don't know. I don't know if I'm doing this right. All right, well, you know what? Let's, no, let's doing, keep going. All right, uh, keep going. I think you're doing it right. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah. All right. Atari. 2600. Yeah, 2600. Okay. Yeah. I definitely think of games like uh, Space Invaders, mm-hmm. Centipede, Mega Mania. Oh, Mega Mania! What was yeah. that? It was it was almost like a it was like a, a spaceship shooter. Okay, like you were on the ground and you okay. had to keep shooting up. So it's kind of like Space Invaders. Oh, but it had uh, like weird looking spaceships and aliens coming down, and there was like guide walls, and you could hide behind the wall and then move out while you're shooting. I don't think I played that. Yeah, Damn, I gotta look that up now. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, definitely a controller. You know, right, I, that, that, yeah, yeah, that is yeah, yeah, very yeah. that's very like iconic that that thing. Don't yeah. don't do that. <laughs> what's the, what's that, that's creepy. <laughs> what's, what, nothing creepy here. <laughs> um, for me, Atari was just a pile of shit. What a <laughs> what? piece of garbage. Oh I mean, God, we had that obviously before we had anything else. Yeah, and I wasn't that into games. It was like, what the fuck is this? Like it was alien to me. The, the whole concept was alien to me. You were heartless. I, maybe. What a pile of garbage. I mean, uh, it wasn't even like a video game to me. Like, I'd play like, we had E.T. and it was like, well, what the fuck is this? That's a bad example. But example. it's not a, but it's my example. That's yeah. what we had. E.T. We had was great. Wow. <laughs> you were the first person I've ever heard say that. No. I didn't even, we couldn't <laughs> even figure out what the fuck we were doing. Uh, That's... hello? That was the best part of the damn game. <laughs> That game could have easily been six others just like it. <laughs> I don't know. The, the whole like one thing. Of the worst the whole thing. Of all time. <laughs> just saying. The whole console, the whole thing was just awkward to me. The controller, everything was just like, like it was almost like a prototype. We were the world wasn't quite ready for video games yet, and I think at least our household, we had it, 
my brother loved it. He was a little bit older than I was, about four years. Mm-hmm. So it was easier for him. Mm. I was, I was, I mean, I was a baby. I, I was old enough to remember certain things about it. And I was just like, what? Like, what? And, and that's, that. like I said, it was just a piece of fucking garbage. And going into the next one was specifically the NES. And when I want to get to that with you guys, but for me, I was so young when we got the NES. Yeah. That my world sort of revolved around the NES. Yeah. And I'll kick it off here. For me, the NES was revolutionary. Oh, yeah. I mean... No, agreed. No pun intended. Yeah. Game changing. Yeah. That is the beginning, is the birth of video games. At least as we know it. Mm. I get it. I know the Intellivision was there, the Atari was there, but, like, the NES was complete games. Yeah. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and was just a whole new world. Yeah. I mean, you were playing something that made sense. You understood what you were doing. The controller, everything. For me, for me. You, you can't shake your head no, because it's my experience. But I'd like to get to yours, the NES. It was not the beginning of it, fucking video games. To me. You never to played, me. You never went to an arcade? You never went to a pizzeria and played a fucking video game? Uh, before the NES, I probably wasn't tall enough to reach it. So I would say no. Probably not. Wow. I'm, Dude, not, I, I'm not I was, born in, I was born in 1981. I was born in 78. Okay, so you're three years older than me, height-wise. Did we go... I, I don't think I could... Uh, maybe on a chair? Yeah, maybe, that's how maybe. I did it on a chair. Maybe, but Donkey to Kong? Me, you never played Donkey Kong before the NES? We, well, we had a Donkey Kong Jr. machine. Yeah. But that was later on, so... For me... I will not To me, disagree. I consider that the beginning. I will not disagree that it was a revolutionary system because it was the first, to me, the first full-functioning system that had games that almost resembled arcade. Almost. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they still didn't look as good. Some were pretty comparable. But some, yeah, some were pretty damn close. Because oh. it'd be gum for me and Dino's Pizzeria in the books. Because <laughs> that's where I played... That's fair. You know, Donkey Kong for the first time. But I had played things prior to that as well. I just didn't necessarily like them the way I latched onto the NES. I see. And, okay. and the games. And it had the, the peripherals with it. You know, we had the, the Rob the Robot gyromite and how it was like holy shit it's like the robot is moving in conjunction with the game you know this was like earth shattering and gyromite sucked but that I, robot, I still like that game yeah. that <laughs> robot made the game I love puzzle games and that was sort of yeah I won't disagree Bob first NES. of all first of all Shame on both of you fuckers, because not one of you, not one of you commented on my new shirt. Oh, which I love, by the way. I do love the yes. shirt. Which is I Donkey thought Kong. I did when you walked in. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> which is Donkey Kong, by the way. Mm-hmm. But, no, definitely thinking about it, we, my brother had an Intellivision and a ColecoVision, and definitely had those before the NES, but I cannot remember if I played those before, really NES. And I might have played an arcade game before that, but it, it definitely didn't stick with me. Mm-hmm. With the NES, that was where the addiction definitely started. That's what got me hooked. That's what... Um, but but that being said, I did still appreciate some of the games for the for the Intellivision and the ColecoVision. I played Smurf and, and uh, Sir Lancer a lot. Mm. You know, for the Coleco and for the Television, there was uh, Demon Attack. And, like, I, you know, I remember... And uh, there was a friend up the street who did have the 2600. And, yeah, they were definitely... To me, like, you know, not as good as the mm-hmm. NES. Right. But, you know, I still played them, and I was like, okay, you know, this isn't as good, but I wasn't like, you know, this is shit. 
I mean, they haven't aged well. I look at the RT, you know, I look at those games now, and it's like, you know, who yeah. the fuck wants to play that now? That's an understatement. You know. Yeah. But the, the I agree with you. The the NES was. Oh, we, know, we didn't that was like fight. a different universe. Yeah, we didn't fight over the Atari. We didn't yeah. fight over the Intellivision. It was just sort of like it's your turn. Like we fucking fiended over the NES. Like, yeah. My God, like you yes. got a turn. Yeah. And you would do anything. Right. Anything when you died to get another turn. Yes. You would lie, you would cheat, you would steal anything you had to do. You would fucking knock your brother out right? if you had to. You remember when... That he doesn't would, count! <laughs> he, would, he would leave the room for a second yeah. and you would die and he'd come back in and he's like, what happened? You're like, oh, nothing, nothing. Yeah. I said, but how come you're... You, wait, wait a second, you're, you're behind where you were. And I mean, it was just a different world to me. Mm-hmm. But, moving on. Favorite console? My favorite console? Including these now? Including anything. Wow. Super Nintendo. Mm. Damn it. Yeah, that's a good answer. Well, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's a good answer. Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah if I had to be. I think mine might be the, the original Nintendo. I mean, I love Super Nintendo also. Yeah. And many of my all-time favorite games were on the SNES. So that's an acceptable answer. And I, you know what? I might change it just to go along with it. So you guys can experience what it's like when we all agree on something. <laughs> yeah. I'll say the Super Nintendo. I don't like this. It feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> Least favorite console. Now, that I've owned or that I've ever played? You're, that's not what I said. I said your least favorite console. Because that if it was cons- such a pile of shit, you wouldn't have even bought it. Console, including handheld? I'll allow it. Hmm. My least favorite console. <laughs> Sega Saturn. Uh, oh fuck! <laughs> fuck you, Lou. You know, Bob. I'm, I, am, I am. I am. I am sick of this anti-Saturn bias. This is horseshit. How did I even get here? You know what? I am you, surprised. You, you uneducated motherfuckers. <laughs> Buy it or don't. Buy it or don't. Honestly, Bob, I'm surprised you didn't go with that for your favorite. I thought you might have. No, I. It's it's for me. It's up there. For me, it's up there. I I, I loved it. I, and I fucking, I rode that shit out too, because it was dead after two years in the US, but I fucking kept that shit on life support, and I still kept uh, importing games, and I was playing shit, and there were great fucking experiences, some of my favorite games were on that, but the, the Super Nintendo, just like, just the history, you sure. know, they, they've aged like beautifully, yeah. and they're still like amazing experiences, and like, when I went from the Nintendo to the Super Nintendo, that was like, Holy shit. Right. That was like holy shit kind of moment. And I felt like, you know, we disagree on this, but I feel that all everything that was awesome on Nintendo was like better on, on Super Nintendo. Yeah. I know you say no, no but no. for me, it was like, cool. It's like you like Mario Brothers? Here's Super Mario World. You like Zelda? True. Here's Link to the Past. You True. like Contra? Here's Contra 3. True. You like Castlevania? Here's Castlevania no, 4. It was Super Contra. It's Super Contra. I was like, you like Metroid? Here's Super Metroid. No, and these Super are all... Castlevania 4? <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, you Donkey Mega Kong. Man X? Mega Man. Right, that's another one. You like Mega Man? Here's Mega Man X. Here And then new IPs. Here's Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Like, better, by the way, looking better than the fucking Sega CD and the 32X with, like, what's on the fucking chip. Well, I would like to say I had a bad experience with A Link to the Past. Great game. Yeah. Fantastic game. But my game glitched when I got to the very last locked door in the game. I had one key left. I opened the door. The game fucking froze. Mm -hmm. I had to shut it off, load it back up. When I went back, the door was still locked, but I had no more keys. Mm-hmm. And I could not beat the fucking game. I couldn't buy any more keys. I couldn't get any more keys. 
I was all out. Why didn't and you just start over? Because I had put so much time into it at that time. You had other shit to play. You know, and I was like the fiend. I would fiend a game. I would start it and not play anything else during that time until I finished the game. And I got to the end and I never got to finish it. And I was so fucking bitter that I turned it off. I've never gone back to finish it. And that experience colored me with that game, which I still recognize as an unbelievable game. But I just enjoyed the original more. But to your point, Bob, everything you said is really spot on. I did just go with it as my favorite console. I think it's fair. I'm a little bit more of a traditionalist. But that being said, if I didn't have that experience with Link to the Past, I would probably be captaining that shit. Mm. But that pissed me off. And it pissed me off so much. And there were other games that... uh, Look, we've all gotten stuck in a game and moved on to something else and never gone back. At some point in our lives, that happened. Mm. And that, for me, was one... Don't look in the air like that, like it's never happened to you. Maybe when you were four, you played a game on the NES, didn't know what to do, dismissed it as garbage. Goonies 2? Goonies (laughs) 2? Goonies 2? Goonies 2 didn't piss me off. It was just a shitty game. No! Yes. Take it back. Yes. (laughs) Point being, your least favorite. Oh, right. Getting back to that, I think I would say the Atari Jaguar... Mm. That thing is a hunk of shit. I never owned one, but I did have the unfortunate experience of like playing one because a friend of mine kind of picked one up on clearance, kind of got it as a goof, and like you know we sort <laughs> it was of a joke again. We sort, of fired, we sort of fired it up, and and that thing kind of is a piece of shit. That controller is one of the worst I've ever seen, and it's pretty bad. And there's like I mean, really, you could count on one hand the amount of games that were like good, and even the ones that were like. Um, like the best for the system are still like mediocre at best and I just remember the time at the, t- the time it came out the marketing where it's like we're 64 bit we're better than everybody else and I'm like you you are a retarded fucking limp dick stepchild like get the fuck out of here with that crap you know so I think this is gonna raise a few eyebrows I was gonna go with something like the 32X or the Sega CD or even the Atari Jaguar but I gave it some thought And first of all, I never really considered anything that Sega put out serious. So, along the lines of, like, this is a gag gift, that was always kind of how I felt about Sega. So I I disqualified that. And Mm -hmm. the Atari Jaguar, I feel, is maybe just a little too easy. So, I'm going to go with the N64. I mean, to be honest with you, I can't... I enjoyed it. I had it. I enjoyed it. I bought it the day it fucking came out. I had no money to buy it. I borrowed off a friend because I had to have it. I brought it home, and beyond Mario 64 and Blast Core, I don't think there was one game for that system that I enjoyed. Get out. <laughs> Not one. And wait, wait, I haven't even gotten to the crux of my argument yet. That controller was by far the worst controller in the history of video games. It, By far. It was not worse, it was not worse than the Jaguar controller, sir. No. It was not. It was not. I'm gonna. I'm sticking with the N64 here. I will, I will. I expected more, Bob, after the Super Nintendo, coming off the greatest of all time, which is what we just coined it as, that thing was dung. And that's it. It was certainly not what the Super Nintendo was, but there were tons and tons of games for the N64 that... Give me five. Give you five? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Goldeneye? Garbage. Um, Banjo-Kazooie? Nah, not my style, so... Mario Kart? 
Not my Smash style. Smash Brothers? No, 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 no. We know. We I've already. No this. Mercy? Hmm. Uh, the wrestling franchises were, were pretty... That's just off yeah, the top The of wrestling my head. franchises were pretty good. I'll give you that. I neglected to mention those. Perfect Dark? I like Perfect Dark. Nope. <laughs> to the compactor. Conquer's Bad Fur Day? Mm. Love that game. Mm-mm. Conquer's Bad Game. No, no, Not no. for me. Oh, oh, um... I don't want to... Squadron. Rogue Squadron. That was a good There game. was a Star Wars game. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, Shadows of the Empire. I didn't like Shadows of the Empire. I don't think so. But it was okay. Maybe it was. It was it was sort of like a like a third person almost like a almost like a Tomb Raider. Shadows of the Empire. Was that what it was? Yes. Okay. Well I'm not into Star Wars. And I'm not into third person action. I wasn't big on that. And that game reaffirmed both pretty pretty concretely that, for me. Yeah, it was garbage. Yeah. Garbage. Still residing in the money pit. Trash. Absolute garbage. I the N64, and I'm fucking sticking to it. I, I disagree. Um, I understand I understand where you're coming from, and definitely, definitely it's a, well, it's a letdown from the Super Nintendo. Oh, go, Luke. No, I'll wait till you're done. I'm just going to keep my hand up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, actually, I had a chance to own an N64 because I had a, <laughs> cause my, my cousin had a Saturn, too, and I wound up breaking his Saturn by accident because it was garbage <laughs> shut up <laughs> so I kind of I kind of pulled like some trickery where I went to like Toys R Us and I was like hey I just bought this and it broke like can I have store credit so, <laughs> and they were like Sh-. back in those days they were right. like yeah no problem right. so I kind of swapped it for an N64 and you know uh, and I th- I tried it out you know <laughs> and you got it home and you realized the joke was on you <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, and I remember I was like, okay, like I think I had tried like the Mario, and I was like, okay, this is cool, but like there was nothing. It launched with nothing. It launched with nothing. There was the nothing six, to play. The sixty four. Yeah, there were like two. It was like Pilot Wings and Mario, yeah. and like that was it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, and I'm like, this is good, but I'm like, you know, like I don't think so. So I kind of called my cousin. I'm like, I'm like, good news, bad news, bad news is the Saturn's broke. Good news is I got your nine sixty four. And the funny thing is that he took the system and fucking loved it. Wow. Like, wow. he loved it. So, like, it worked out for him, worked out for me, and I was like, okay, great. But, but no, I still think, I think there was some good, good games for that. Hold on a second. How the fuck can you put the N64 in the money pit when the both of us don't agree? Isn't that part of the rules? Uh, well, if it was one of my special honorable mentions, it wouldn't matter what you guys thought. That's not and, what you said. Yes, yes. Last time I did, like, the heat, when I put the temperature in the... In the money pit, there was there was no discussion. You didn't say that about the N sixty four. I didn't. I didn't just. Wait, it, 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 dude, 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 what is going? This in the money is pit? called word association, and we are on your least favorite console. My least favorite console was the N sixty four. But is all this stuff that we talked about before going in the money pit? No, no, not necessarily. The, oh. No. Okay. No, no. We haven't gotten there yet. No, we haven't. Okay. All right. Um, but like I said, that's my answer. I'm sticking to it. See, this paper came in handy. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite genre? Ooh. Um, I guess I guess fighting game, even though it's kind of over the years, it's kind of, you know, not not so much. But I, I think that was like, that's what kind of got me. That's Most, what I think about when I think of you. Yeah. You know, not to say that it's not, you know, allowed that you enjoy something else. But right. Like, your genre is the fighting genre. Yeah, um, kind of. Yeah, like it was Street Fighter 2. Yeah. It was like... Oh wait! Crack. Going, I'd like to digress a bit here. Yeah, going back to the N sixty four discussion. Legend of Zelda. What did N sixty four do with it? <laughs> put it, it put put it in the compactor. No, the N- the fucking Nintendo executives themselves put that shit in the compactor. We're talking about the money pit. I'm confusing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> All right. So go back. All right. So so uh, your favorite genre, Lou? Third person action. 
or third person shooters. Can you get okay? So all like right. uh, shit, Tomb Raider. Okay. Um, so if you have the option within a game to go third or first person, you would choose I'm, third. I'm going third unless it's a first person game. Then right. I'll play it first person. But I've always liked. I've always felt better seeing the person. Like I know that Contra is a 2D side scroller, mm. but I like that type of game where I can see the person. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like first person controls. I don't mind them, but they don't seem realistic to me. The point is to make them seem realistic as if you are the first person, mm-hmm. but my neck doesn't turn all the way around like the camera on a right on a first person does. Right. So it's it's not completely real to me. Okay. For me, it's old school RPGs. I'm not going to say JRPGs. I'm going to say yeah. old school RPGs. Okay. You know, the old school graphics, the old school sound effects, the old school... Just feel. Leveling system, everything. The grinding, I love that shit. I always have. Um, least favorite genre? Sports. Anything sports. Kind of. Okay. I mean, there's some exceptions. I really liked, like, there was, uh, like, Virtual Tennis. There was a couple of tennis oh. games that I really liked. That was a great um, game. You know, and I've, I've played, oh, I played, like, some hockey, like, the NHL 95. Like, that was a really good game. Mm-hmm. Like, that was fun. Like, mm-hmm. I had fun with that. But, like, like Madden and right, you know NBA Live and like you know sort of out. I have to out. I have to admit from a coming from an exhibitionist, I'm a little surprised that you would say that. But <laughs> it is your it is your least favorite genre. Right. So. It's a it's a tie, I think. For okay. me between like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I say two least favorite genres? <laughs> oh no, no, I didn't. What it says here is least favorite genre. Ouch. <laughs> I don't know. That's gonna be money's a not one. fucking around. <laughs> we don't fuck around here in the money pit. One least favorite genre. Sports. Sports. Wow. Because I've never really gotten into Madden or NBA or NHL or FIFA or racing, which was I was going to say it's close between sports mm-hmm. and racing, but technically... you got to pick one. Mm. Technically, racing is sports. You watch the shit on fucking ESPN well, and sports. But what about wrestling? What about does that fit into sports? No, not really. No? No. Okay. UFC does because it's actual fighting, but... I don't. The only UFC game that I really liked was the first one for the Dreamcast. All the other ones after that were ass. All right. So sports and sports. For me, anything first person. I don't give a shit if it's a shooter or not. Specifically, first person shooters. But I think I'm. I'm. I'm gonna try to think and rack my brain here. I think the Talos Principle is the only first person experience that I ever <clears throat> enjoyed. I'm impressed because I thought you were gonna say anything other than RPGs. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite genre, RPGs, least favorite, everything else. Everything else. <laughs> I would like to say that, but that, that's yeah. unfortunately not fair. A franchise, Bob, yes. that, in your opinion, should have continued. Ooh. Onimucha. Onimucha! <laughs> a franchise that should have... What a great fucking franchise. I'm right? sorry. I'm good. sorry. What a good... They only had yes. two, right? No, there was, there was a third. There was actually four. Because was there? Like a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Later on, they went back and they made... But that wasn't... It wasn't the same that Gen, Gen Moni No, 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 no. That was, a, that was like an enhanced version of the oh. original for the Xbox. There was there was one, two, three. Then there... Actually, there was a one on, on uh, Game Boy Advance that was sort of like a... Right. But then they made a four, um, which was Dawn of Dreams on yes. PS2, and that was the final yes. one. Yes. And yeah, we never got another one, and I'm kind of like... Hmm. That me. should have continued. How about if it did continue and had sequels? It just doesn't have one now. That should that's yeah. still be continued. Legacy of Kane. <gasps> oh, yes. that's a good fucking answer. Great answer. You know, when I put when I I was writing this shit up, I was like, you know, I have to have stuff ready. Mm. Um, 
And I thought this was going to be tough for me. You know, I thought I was going to sit here and legacy it. Wow, what a good yes. answer and possibly better than mine. Mm. But yes. the only reason I'm going to stick with mine is because you did get plenty of sequels from Legacy of Cain. Yes, you did. Um, That's why I asked if... because we got No, no, right. Well, you got the two Blood Omens, you got the two Soul Reavers, you got the... Yes. Uh, what was the last one called? Defiance. Defiance. Defiance, so five total. Um, right. Yeah, five total. For me, it was really easy. Parasite Eve. What a great fucking game. If you go back and you play the first one, the first one was one of my favorite games of all time. I see that look on your face. I'll explain. It's, it's an RPG. I, I know the game. I remember the game. Mm-hmm. I think that was a game that I wanted to play. Mm-hmm. I knew it was an RPG, but it looked real fucking interesting. I think you would like it. I do think you would like it. it, it it's a little bit action-y, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Is it like Tactics? No, no, not at all. Then we're not good. at all. Not at all. Then we're good. Um, the second one went in in a direction that I really didn't care for. But didn't didn't they release? Oh no 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 no! I'm thinking. Persona. There was one. There was two, and there was a movie. Right. The movie was right. fucking weird. And talking I about was... used from GameStop, I found the movie <laughs> used in our DVD section, and I was I didn't even know they made a fucking movie, and it was strange, awesome, awesome franchise. And I wish they would have made more. Okay. Because the possibilities were endless. I didn't, however, like the direction the second one took. It became way too action-y. And almost was more a third-person shooter than sticking with the RPG roots that it had. Bob? They did make, like, a third one for the PSP. It was called, like... Third birthday, you know, but hey, it, but I, it was again. It was it was yeah. it was different different kind of game. I've always sort of been detached from like the handheld market. I don't know why. I've just never been a handheld guy. I had a Game Boy. I had a Game Boy Advance. I also had a Game Gear. Yes, that was the shit. Um, Six double A. <laughs> <laughs> One hour of gameplay. <laughs> that shit was hard. Yeah. Um, but I've just never been a handheld guy. So. You're going to tell me sequels exist and they keep going. And to me, it's like, nah, you know, if it's not on a console, it's, it's not real. But sticking with this theme, a franchise that continued that shouldn't have. Ah. Mm. Should have died much sooner. Wow. I'm trying to think. So you're telling me you guys can't think of one game, one franchise that you've played where you're just like, Jesus Christ. Enough. Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, I've not, okay. Pokemon's pretty good. Sorry. Or, Sorry. I, I was um, I was thinking like Tony Hawk, but like it kind of ended itself. <laughs> <laughs> After like three, I think it was done. They just kept pumping them out. Right. But maybe because I'm not a kid. All right. like, I'm, were, I am shocked that you po- guys are struggling here. Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue. Yeah, there's Pokemon way too many. But wait, wait, Pokemon Pokemon many but are Pokemon. you but are you a Pokemon fan? No, not not of the series, not of the toy, no. of the game. No, so that's not that, that, that really doesn't count. Doesn't, no, it doesn't. No. It's something that you loved. I loved one, maybe two, oh. even three. But then possibly now you know it's it's just it's not what it was. It's not what it used to be. I kind of don't even really want to play it anymore. Wow. It's just a burden on you because the next one comes out and you have to play it because you've played them all up until this I, one I and you don't want to. Having you describe it like that, I kind of know where you're going. So yeah. Do you? I think I know yeah, where he's going. I'm too. not even sure I know where I'm going. Like Call of Duty? Going? No. Oh, God. No. <laughs> that would so be gonna, under franchise I'm, I'm that should never have existed. I want to see if I was right, but going along with it, I'm going to say um, Devil May Cry. Good answer because I'm thinking of it as we speak and that was one of them. I can't even argue that the first game went on 
Way too long. Stop. No, first one. I loved. I loved it. Great. I did. I loved it. I loved the first if one. If they would have stopped after the first one, I would have probably been happy. Or stopped after the first one and then made <laughs> another one on the PS3. I was gonna say if they had stopped after the first one, that would have been your answer to the first question. No, that's true. <laughs> or the last question. True. Excuse me. The last question. Yeah. Well, it, it did kind of. They did the three um, on the PS2. Mm-hmm. Then there was a four. What are we then, talking about here? Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. Then it kind of went away. They tried to reboot it. That didn't work. But I guess now there's a five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not. I'm most likely not going to get five. Okay. Until it drops in price. Yeah. And then maybe not even then. I'm not sure. I didn't like the way it looked. Okay. And after the third one, I was done. Mm. So you didn't play the reboot? No. Okay. Because I was playing that. That wasn't. That wasn't bad. I'm, I might have tried the reboot. Yeah. And I was like, mm. no, you weren't feeling it. No. Okay. No. All right, fair enough. Devil May Cry for me was Devil May Cry, the first one <laughs> yeah. that I got for free from Capcom working at GameStop. Right. And right. I finished the game before it released. So like, it's Devil May No Thanks. Yeah. Right. Yes. Derek May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> Bob. Oh wait. Did, um, did I say officially? Did you? I don't think you did. Oh. Um, I think we went this way this time. Yeah, I guess, like, Call of Duty. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. So you thought, like, the first few Call of Duties were where no. it was? That was where it was at for you? No, but, like, I kind of understood <laughs> it. Like, I kind of understood, you know, they were going... Like, actually, when it started, it was, like, a World War II. Like, they were World War II, you know. I don't remember. Yes. I'm pretty sure. Okay. They were World War II. And, like, at that time... When, when Call of Duty started, there were a lot. Yeah. First-person shooters. You had Call of Duty. You had Battlefield, I think, not too far behind. You had Medal of Honor. There was one other one, and I can't remember what it was right now. But I don't remember where Call of Duty started. I don't. I think it was, like, World War II. And other than Medal of Honor, though, there I don't think there was many of, like... That were, like, trying to be, like, realistic, historical... Oh, no. Yeah, you know. Right. And, then, and then I think they want, you know... Not that I was ever, like, big into it anyway, but I guess I'm just, I'm a, I'm against something coming out every year. Okay. I don't do, what about sports? It gets a pass, I guess, because, like, it has to, but... Well, it doesn't have to. They could really just update it's the not, rosters. Yeah, but it's right. not really and I think, a sequel. Okay, I well, well no, no, that's fair, that's fair. You can't really say, well, Madden should have been ended after 1999. Right. right. You know, so, okay, so it does sort of get a pass. I think that's fair. For me, this is tough, and it still is. I'm not, I, I still haven't settled there's a big part of me. It's tough. There's a there's a part of me that wants to say Devil May Cry. That was that jumped into my head immediately. I said it. You can't say it. No, I'm, I'm not going to. That was up there. There's a part of me, not because the current iterations have been so bad, but they've been nowhere near as good as the original. There's a part of me that wanted to say Metal Gear Solid. Because the first one that was, was it, the pinnacle. No, 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 wait. Anticlimactic. Excuse yeah. No, that's not what I'm going with. But that oh, is something okay. that, want, that that I gave thought to because the first one was so good. Um, but, however, I thought about it. I moved on. I think, you know, I think I'm going to have to say Resident Evil. I knew that's where he was going. You know, but oh. again, it's sort of the same thing, except with Metal Gear, you have a few redemptions along the way. Whereas Resident Evil, you just don't. Yes, after the no, after the first one, it was all downhill. Nah. There was no game that reached the heights anywhere near the heights of the first one, excluding maybe the director's cut of the first one. But that I'm not counting as a sequel. It was better than two and three. Four four was better than two and three, but didn't come anywhere close to to the original. I haven't played seven. 
then shut up. Lou's sitting here. <laughs> Lou is sitting here. I'm no, no, no. Besides no, with no. My fingers. Yeah. But but the point with Resident Evil is that they got so bad that I just checked out. I understand. Five we, hit. We had this conversation. Five before. hit, yeah, and it was like a fucking racing game. And yeah. I was like, what? Why am I racing Resident Evil? And I ju- I just checked out. <laughs> Survivor. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you know, I think if I sat here and I thought about mm. it and wasted more of your time, I could come up with other ones. Mm-hmm. But I think the most glaring one for me might have been Resident Evil. Okay. So we'll leave it there. And not a moment too soon to wrap it up. Mm. I am not me. You are Negan. (laughs) (laughs) Great answer. Right now I'm hot. <laughs> I'm sweating my Break out that off. fucking fan. Shit. No more. Nice. I'm dying. Yo. Lou, you are. I am. Louis. Okay. That you are. Yes. Yeah. I think I'm happy. What? Right? Is this thing on? <laughs> Can we get a mic no, check? No, 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 what no, no, the fuck? no, no. Is this I, the wrong I, podcast? Is I this think... all up in your freak? Are we in the wrong? <laughs> I think I think I'm happy. You guys have to go with this thunder coming. <laughs> it's thunder and lightning. Whoa! <laughs> yes. No, I, 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 I really do think I am happy. You know, I'm, I'm 36 years old, and I've been through a lot of shit. I think we all have. Mm-hmm. We all have our own stories, our own sob stories that we could tell but nobody wants to hear but i think through it all you know if today was the end i would die a happy man well that's good yeah and everybody else is happy because it's time for a commercial break oh indeed we shall return after these messages we'll be right back Also, little glow baby. Glow baby's tired, mommy. Good night, glow baby. Good night, Susie. Glowworm, glowbug, and little glow baby. And they're machine washable from Hasbro Preschool. Hit my music. Yes. Can't go wrong. I can take it or leave it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the middle. (laughs) Well, it is the 22nd anniversary of the NWO. Wow. 22 years ago, I think it was yesterday, as a matter of fact. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. (laughs) Hey, yo. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I, you know, I don't look at it as the creation of the NWO. I look at it as 22 years ago mm. was the greatest, biggest heel turn 
ever. Wow. In wrestling. That's wow. how I look at it. You know, I know I'm in the minority, as I normally am. It just didn't do for me what it did for everybody else. I thought it was a cool idea initially, when it was just the three of them. Mm-hmm. I thought it just over-flooded the show, the company. And I thought after a few weeks, like, I don't even remember the time frame anymore. It was so long ago. 22 years, I think you said. Yeah. It didn't even feel like it mattered anymore. You know, initially it was great. But I just feel like it went on way too long and affected well, that, well, that way it too much of the that, roster. That it did. Well, it's red and it's know. white and blue and green and Wolfpack and it, and and it's like it's just like who wasn't in the NWO? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you were yeah. part of the cruiserweight division or you weren't. Right. You were part of the NWO or you weren't. And then I, I they started bleeding the two together. I think at some points. Yeah. And they to did. me, I couldn't even keep track anymore. I think that you're right. Initially, with the three of them, with Hogan Hall and Nash, mm-hmm. is where the biggest impact was made. And then as yeah. they started to expand a little bit, it made sense with yeah. some of the expansions that they did. Right. Um, but I think once they started to unblur the line, is where it got messed up. If they would have kept the NWO, all WWF guys that had came in, I think that might have. Right, been a little bit better than you know more digestible. Yeah, you you got sh- you know Big Show in there who was the giant at the time. Yeah, and the whole Sting thing and yeah, you know if they would have left it with the three of them and then you know DiBiase, great WWF mm. guy, right? Right. Uh, Bret Hart when he came over, WWF guy, right. the WWF guy once Hogan left. Yeah, right. I think if they would have followed that. What about, what, what about Virgil? Well, so <laughs> forget Virgil. You can't take DiBiase without Virgil. I mean, you know, even Savage. Yeah. You yeah. Know, but I would even argue that Savage didn't need to be in the end. No. He, you know, he, he no, could he have didn't. been. Yeah. He could have been. That he could have guy. stayed. That, I don't yeah, like that yeah. he was. It made him seem lesser than he was. He was his own entity. Yeah. Well, and wait, to a wait, greater wait. degree, I might add, than Hulk Hogan. He was the fucking man. He was. The man. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it diminished mm. his entire being, at least as a, a wrestling persona or character. Almost like I need you when that wasn't the case at all. Yeah. Right. You I, know, I agree. I mean, he, even coming over, he was his own entity. He, yeah. He might have been the only WWF guy that did not need to be in there. He had such a. Right. An uh, aura. Yeah. Like he, like he was. He was born to be a professional wrestler. And he did other things. He did other sports growing up in high school and all this other stuff. But this is what he was supposed to do. Yeah. Like, his mark on the business has never been doubted or unseen. Like, yeah. he's, he was just... He was, ba- he, was, he was the package. You want to talk about total package? He was that. I think he was the WWF guy going over... Including Hulk Hogan, including Bret Hart, I, I don't including disagree. Lex Luger or anybody else defective. Meanwhile, Kevin Nash, for one, okay, this guy, this fucking guy, the ego <laughs> on this dude matches the size in reality. The guy, just these delusions of grandeur. I mean, even to this day, you hear him talk about how I changed the business, how we changed the business because they got guaranteed money when they came over. Never for a day did he do it for me. Not in WWF as Diesel. Not 
as Kevin Nash with the NWO. For me, clearly the sore thumb in the group. There was one time he did do it for me. And that was as the Super Shredder. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Bob, go ninja, go ninja, go! You're funny. Bob, when you're right, you're, you're right. You know And what? you, sir, are right. I like Kevin Nash. Uh, he, there was, maybe because at that age... Oh, wait, wait, wait. He just tore a quad. <laughs> at that age watching it, I was conditioned to like big dudes. Because that's what they push. And even to this day, they still, the big, you know, tall, muscular dudes, they push. There was something about him, even when he was Shawn Michaels' bodyguard, and I'm using air quotes, mm. that he just had a presence to him because he was fucking massive. And then when they feuded and then he went on and beat Bob Backlund in like 30 seconds for the title and then him and Bret Hart feuded for a little while, I there was something about his ego that I thought translated well into his character. You could see mm. that he had an ego and that was the part of his character that was not written. He is a cocky, arrogant dude. Yeah. No, he I think carries right. himself that I way. think you're right. And I think that that portrayal, whether he was a face or a heel, carried in because mm-hmm. you couldn't hide it. That's how big his ego was. Yeah. But I felt that he fit right into that and he did well. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess I would just argue that they didn't need him. Um, you know, I, I know w, WWF did. No, WC, I don't. Th- I don't think WCW any- didn't need well, them. No, WWF had- didn't need anyone. They didn't have because who's the only game in town left? So they didn't need anybody that wasn't there. Fair. Scott Hall, I think, is a different beast entirely. That guy. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. that dude. Talk about a fucking dumpster fire! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, holy shit! And I say that sort of with sincerity. You know what I mean? Like I feel bad for the guy. Yeah, such talent. Yeah, yeah. talent wasted and potential. I mean, you I talk, can't say wasted. I, I don't know. But really, you 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 talk. I mean, he called himself the bad guy. Hey yo! And you talk about that dude. That was a nasty dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. You guys know the story about him killing a man and yeah. I, just yeah. a, just a bad ass guy. I watched the, uh, and the thirty I, for thirty. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay, fair mm-hmm. enough, fair enough. I didn't see that, but but I know the the history of it. I didn't get that. See, I guess I always kind of felt like knowing that that Kevin Nash was always sort of overcompensating a little bit, maybe. You you know what I mean? I don't know why I felt that way, but I mean Kevin Nash has always been the first one. I, he he was somewhere, and some shit happened, and then he got interviewed. You know, it was a shoot interview somewhere, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. And you know, he'll be the first to say that he's a fake tough guy. Like right. he's a guy that. Pretends to fight, like he's he said it. I would not. That doesn't mean he's not a tough guy. I'm not starting to fight with seven. No, no. Well, I would I would like to state amongst all the things that I've said is he is a very, very intelligent human being. Absolutely, there is no question about that. I am not crapping on him. No, of course. And and I'm not saying that you are, but saying that he's over overcompensating because of who Scott Hall was. No, I I don't think so. I guess I just always sort of felt like I don't know. I don't even know why I knew that. About Scott Hall back. I don't even know where that came from. I read it somewhere, and and I, I guess I once think... I read that, I always kind of looked at Scott Hall differently. Like you know, because we look at wrestling and we look at these caricatures of these guys, and it's like, well, that dude's really badass. You know what I mean? And I just guess I didn't feel that way about Kevin Nash. It's like, dude, you're seven feet tall. You are a monster, no question. But how tough would you be if you weren't seven feet tall? Mm. How tough would you be if you were six two? 
You know what I mean? You can't. You can do whatever you want when you're when you're that big. I don't think that that whole story makes Scott Hall a badass. I mean, he it makes him relatable, dude. I don't think any. I don't think that anybody who was in that position would not have done the same thing. Right. Maybe there were people who would not have found themselves in that position. But but there's there's all these guys like like excuse me like Kevin Nash who talk about doing shit mm-hmm. and then there's guys like Scott Hall that did shit but and I guess that that's my point is the delineation there mm-hmm. okay either one of them would would probably kill me if given the chance but I'll tell you straight up I would not fuck with Scott Hall and even though Kevin Nash would kill me I would be severely less afraid of him. But who's to say that if the roles weren't reversed, the same thing wouldn't have happened? Who knows? But it didn't. But it didn't. But we the, can't talk about what ifs. We can't talk about what we would have done or what we should have done or what we could have done. All I'm interested in is what happened. What did you do? Don't tell me about what you're going to do, what you haven't done. Tell me about what you I have think, done. I think they go hand in hand. All right. I mean, that's that's certainly your... Just just because I haven't done something doesn't mean that I'm incapable of doing it. No, but, you know, to me... But that's what you're saying. And No, but this is what I, I tell my children. There's two types of people in this world. There's the types of people that talk about doing shit. I don't use that word. And there's the type of people that just do it. Don't talk about it, just do it. And I'm not talking about, you know, being a tough guy. I'm talking about anything. You're going to go out and you're going to accomplish X. Don't tell me about it. Just do it. Okay, you're gonna go out and you're gonna hit a home run today. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go out and you know you're gonna treat women with respect. Whatever it is, talking about it to me means zero. Do it, and then you don't have to talk about it. And I if guess you if you don't talk about it, you're not planning, and if you're not planning, you're gonna fail. I, I I'm sorry, I don't. I, you lost me. If you're I'm saying, not you're talking, saying, you're to, saying don't talk it, just do it. Yeah. If you know the the sequence, for example, in in using a firearm mm-hmm. is ready, aim, fire. Sure. If you don't do it in that order, you're gonna miss. Okay. So if you if you have a if you if you're gonna do something, mm-hmm. you have to talk about it so you can plan it out effectively. Even if you're talking to one other person or a group of people, you gotta talk it out. Well, I guess what I'm talking about is the time I'm telling you about what I'm gonna do tomorrow, whatever it is. I could be spending that time planning it, writing it down, figuring out. You know, my path to success, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. The sheer talking of about it means nothing. Little to nothing. If you want to give it some modicum of importance, fine. But just talking about it doesn't mean anything. And I guess with, with these guys, whatever the case was, I saw a real tough guy and a fake tough guy. And that was my interpretation of what I saw on the screen. And I'm entitled to that. But in the end, they both did the same thing. They did what they wanted to do. And we're talking about them because they did it. Mm. And they didn't talk about any of that until after the fact. They didn't do what they wanted to do. I mean, they did what they were told to do. They may have come up with the idea. And we'll never know whether or not that's true, no matter how many times anyone in, says it. In any business, the goal is to be successful. They yeah. were successful. Correct. They did it. They, yeah, no, look. So that's, that's what I'm I am saying. taking nothing away from them. All I'm saying is, I look on a TV screen... And I'm seeing the representation of anything that I'm supposed to be seeing. In this case, it's a bunch of tough guys. I mean, that's what wrestling is. Mm-hmm. And I saw a real one and a not real one. That's just what my interpretation of it was. Okay. I, that's I, it. I don't think any one of them, the two of them or any of them, are any more or less tougher than, than the other. Just because you have one circumstance that may 
have elevated that. No, but I believed it when it. You know, you can say that about any wrestler, any character that, that they portray. That's what I'm saying. Some guys believe in what they're putting out. Okay, and you hear them talk about it all the time. How their character is really just them turned up. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. can tell the difference sitting at home. You can tell the difference between the guys that believe it and the guys that don't. Mm-hmm. And usually, the guys that believe it are the successful ones, and the guys that don't flounder and are gone, then or maybe repackaged. Does what matter? Does it matter whether they are or they're not? If they're successful, that that's why I guess that's where I'm struggling. Like, well, I think I think I matter? think our disconnect here is is we're defining success differently. You know, successful in terms of a bank account. Absolutely, they were both successful. They did what they needed to do. I would assume they're both very wealthy men. I don't know. That may or may not be success. The way I choose to categorize success is a little bit different. I would say they're both unsuccessful, but that's just because I place importance on different things. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the little I know, and I'm not going to pretend to know, you know, the whole story and, and judge these guys because I don't. The little I know, I mean, their familial ties are, are not as strong as maybe somebody like me would like. If I recall correctly, and I am fuzzy on it, it's not something I focus on. It's not something I knew a great deal about even then. Scott Hall does does not have a great relationship with his kids, and that's not surprising. Mm-hmm. And the last I remember reading was Kevin Nash beating the shit out of his son and the cops being called. Mm-hmm. So how do you determine success? Just in appearing on a TV screen and filling your bank account? Well, I'm pretty sure that this was a wrestling segment, so yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, the, the the other stuff doesn't matter. At the end, they play a character on TV, whatever that character might be. Okay. You have certain guys that translate the family thing well. Mm-hmm. You know, they're guys who do good things sure. for the business. Like and, John, and like these guys scene. may be them as well. We don't they, know. They that. could be, and some you know something went. A rise somewhere. There the media a, only reports negative shit. Exactly. So. You know, even it, Stone Cold got arrested for yeah. beating his wife. Nobody yeah. Yeah. even thinks about that because of who Stone Cold was. Right. Um, you know, but what happens outside of all that, you know, out of the ring, I guess, or out of mm-hmm. character, or out of the WWE or whatever, I don't know if, I don't know if I am qualified to say whether or not they have been successful at that. Right. Only they... Can determine. Yeah, that's fair. I think we we all, you know, get to get to choose, you know, what, what's important to us and the definition of success may and probably is different for just about every person in this world. Yeah, I think that I'm going to revisit the NWO at a later date <laughs> because I want to do if the NWO reformed, if they brought him back, mm. who would be the three guys? that would spark oh, wow. this new NWO. And oh, I think wow. I want to tackle that either next week or the week after. Okay. The new NWO. Yeah. Okay. And I, it may have to be the week after because next Sunday is Extreme Rules. Okay. But I, I want to tackle that. Okay. Norman um, Smiley. <laughs> <laughs> Dean Malenko. <laughs> and Lance Storm. And, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, you know, the other thing I wanted to talk about and I didn't get a chance to talk to uh, talk about Last episode was the New Day. Mm. Way over the top now. Mm. Like mm. pancakes and yeah. loud noises and loud talking and kind of like, you know, Kevin Hart style of characters. Like, I I find Kevin Hart to be funny, but 
Not when there's three of them. Yeah. Would you say it's fair to categorize them as a sort of clown? Yes. Yeah. Because I think they yeah. are. They are a comedic. Yes. Act at this point. Yes. Which, which is a shame. Is a shame because yeah. I think the three of them individually are great. Mm-hmm. Personally, the best to me out of the three is Xavier Woods. <laughs> I think. I like Big E. I like Big E too. Yeah. But Big, he can't move. I don't think he can. I don't think he can move. He's a power guy. Yeah. He would yeah. end up. He would He's, end up in the five. The five move. You know, and that's it. Which they all kind of end up at yeah. some point anyway. Right, right, right. But you know, at least Kofi and Xavier have some maneuverability. But I think Be has a ton of maneuverability for somebody that size. Mm. I think he does. How he's presented is not necessarily how he is. But before he was how he was, he wasn't really a mover. Yeah, like I've never witnessed him. Yeah. I think I think he than... can do more than enough, and I think the personality just for me connects the best. I I agree with that. I think it doesn't matter what character they've given him; he makes that character work. He's got very very good ring psychology. Mm-hmm. I think, unfortunately, I think the way that they've presented Woods. Um, first of all, all three of them are insanely talented. Agreed. Insanely, and I am not talking badly about them at nope. all. Me neither. I don't think. Xavier Woods can be saved. I don't think you can take him seriously you at m- this point. You yeah, might that's be right. a good point. You yeah. might be right. And I think Kofi, unfortunately, might be the most talented out of the three. I think I think Kofi's long gone. He's been. Right. He's I, been. I think his time has come and gone. Mm-hmm. You want to know when he was gone for me? When Triple H buried him with the accent comment. Because mm. he was talking with the accent, and then the yeah. accent was gone, and yeah. he made a comment about that. And then I think that killed the whole... Ca- and that was that was like 10 plus years ago. Yeah. And I still think it you left know, him where he is. I am... Go ahead, Bob. If I, if I could just make one comment. I am just shocked that this group is still going... Like, this is still going on. They're moving merchandise. I, right. But I, I just... And I, 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 I acknowledge that. that but... I'm just surprised it hasn't run its course. Well, For I, me, personally. Right. I'm hoping that it's coming because they need to either take one of them and break them off and leave two of them together as a tag team or just have the three of them yeah. split well, completely. I think the only one that can muster any type of a career after this is Big E. I think you can. he can come out on Monday or on the pay-per-view or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. He can come out, say, I've had enough of you. Mm-hmm. I've had enough of you. Break them in half, yeah, because they're both twigs. Yeah, walk away and be this unstoppable force. Agreed. He's funny. He's creative. He's witty. I think he's way more than good enough in the ring. You talk about the five moves of doom, but that's everyone. No, that's the WWE way. Yeah, I I don't. I I I think he's too short. Okay, all right. Well, Chris Jericho wasn't too short. Chris Benoit wasn't too short. But they were Chris Benoit. And well, he's bigger were, than they. They were they Chris are. Jericho. They, he he can't. He's not them. Uh, he's got a better personality than Chris Benoit does. I'm not saying he's the wrestler that Benoit was. However, I am going to go back to something I said episodes ago, and everybody looked at me crooked, and I'm going to say it again. Vince McMahon does not like black people. I Triple actually, H does not like black people. I actually have that down. This is why this shit happens to these guys. They get pigeonholed into... This isn't an accident. Mm-hmm. These clowns, as yeah. I make finger quotes, are making money hand over fist for the man. 
If this is not an instance of the man holding them down, I don't know what is. Because you can't tell me any one of those three guys on their own are not championship caliber talents. I don't think any of the three of them on their own would be main events in that company. Couldn't, maybe not. Well, why? Maybe not. Exactly why. Think, because of the color of their skin. That's and why. I agree with you. And I, But when I said it originally, I just got crooked eyes. And I think what they do to thank them and you know, keep the relationship all buddy-buddy. You know, every once in a while, throw them the tag belts. Mm-hmm. Throw them yeah. the tag belts. Make them happy. Yeah. Tag belts don't matter anyway. You know, I've, I've spoken on and on about how much I love them, and I don't even think they're the most talented tag team in, in the Federation. No. Personally, I don't want to go off topic here, but personally, I don't think there's anybody on the Usos level. Anybody. No, I agree. I just think those two are, yeah. are they, fucking they hit, out of this world. They hit a stride, and they have been running with it, and they're continuing to run with you it. You want right? to talk about you know familial ties, and, and those are the closest to The Rock that you're going to get yeah. on the mic. They're, I, I think they're way better than The Rock ever was in the ring. That's my opinion. I'm entitled to have it. You might be right. I think they're great. They don't carry the I, muscle mass that he does. No. I got that. He's a they're different. Freak. Of course, they're different wrestlers. I got that. I think that in order for me to to say that definitively, I'd have to see them sing singles. You never. I don't think you ever will. I, I don't, they I, they split up briefly. No, Every once in a while, they'll I have a they'll have a hurt. one was hurt. That might yeah, been, that might have been, been it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you might be right. I, I think they I think they do work better. They're great. They're great. Because even I, I mean, the, I love the Rock. I do, but. He fucked up so many moves. He's fucked up a sharpshooter. Yeah, yeah, look, oh yeah. He just let's, made it look like he was trying to shoot with yeah. his leg. Well, let's be honest. I mean, the, the guy was just never a great wrestler. That's okay. Lots of guys were just never a great wrestler. He had the charisma. Yeah. He had the electricity, finger no, quotations. When he came back, he was much better than when he left. Dude, he's sloppy. He was. He always will be. Doesn't take away from what he was. I don't know if he's, he's a sl- okay. You, you don't I don't have know to if agree he's sloppy. Yeah, I'm... in in the grand pantheon of all time great wrestlers, that he would be included by almost anyone. He's sloppy. He is as sloppy okay, technically. I, 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 I see what you're saying. As Bret Hart was sloppy on the mic, <laughs> but Bret Hart wasn't sloppy on the mic, dude. I mean, diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> he was not. Yeah. He was. He just had no personality. He he would he he was like this piece of paper. This was the charisma. Was Bret Hart Owen Hart on the mic? No, 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 no. Owen Hart took all those traits, took all those genes from the family pool, and left Bret with none. Or Bret was the older one, so Bret left him behind. Didn't think he would need him. The guy was as technical. A master as there ever was. Not on the mic. <laughs> he I'm was not, Chris Benoit before Chris Benoit was Chris Benoit. Right, I'm not right. saying that he was great on the mic, but he certainly did not have diarrhea of the mouth on the mic. No, I, I didn't mean diarrhea of the mouth. Just it's, they, they, he was he was flat. It yeah, was flat. There was, there it was, was nothing, dry. It was nothing. Best there is, but what the yeah. fuck did he say? Best there was, best there ever will be. First of all, like, first of all, it's a great, it's a great tagline. It's it is properly. delivered properly. Right. Agreed, agreed. But I, I just I, <sighs> look, 
I was never a fan of The Rock. Mostly because Stone Cold was around at the same time and, and I connected there. I never connected with The Rock. I, we've talked about this before. I found him juvenile. I thought he was sloppy in the ring. He just didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, look, that's why we we all loved or love wrestling, because these characters are late, relatable. We get into them, we support them, we find it entertaining, we find it funny, we we find the craft that they apply to be art. Certain guys do it for you, certain guys don't. Nobody who's ever watched wrestling would say. I didn't have guys I liked more than other guys. That's what the business is. Mm-hmm. No, That's what I, it is. I get it. And for I, me, I understand that. For me, it's easy to put somebody ahead of The Rock. And I don't know. I mean, the Usos to me are just money. They're money. No, I, I yeah, agree. They're and very they, good. They, they played as stupid heroes for the kids for a while and mm-hmm. painted their faces. And, and now I think they're getting to be a little bit more natural. Mm hmm. You know, of course, it's turned up. I get that. There are a lot of people that I would put before The Rock. There are people I would put before, you know, Bret Hart for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right when we're talking about the Usos. I, I think that that is... Oh, money. Money. Yeah. You want to talk about a draw. And I just feel like they're not utilized properly. I mean, we could say that about mm-hmm. countless oh, yeah. talents. They, they Where, have... Damian Sandow? Where is he? Yeah. <laughs> TNA, last I heard. You're welcome. No. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, you know, speak, going along those lines, I, I mentioned Extreme Rules before. Roman Reigns. Yep. <laughs> Roman Roman Reigns got booked in two matches on Raw and won both matches only because he got beat. Like, the Revival came out and beat right. the shit out of him both times. Uh, so he won by DQ. So he won by DQ. That's great. Great booking. Super creative. <laughs> this is what I'm hoping... So a little sympathy for the guy. This is what I'm hoping that they're trying to do. And if they don't do this and they miss this boat, then they might as well keep Roman Reigns in a fucking mid-card. Mm. Yes, please. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Him and I'll Bobby have more of that, <laughs> Him and Bobby Lashley are doing a match at Extreme Rules, mm-hmm. right? He's going to lose that match, Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. He's going to lose that match... And he's going to continue to lose matches until he's had enough. And then he's going to fucking snap. And then they can successfully do a heel turn, which will please everybody. And hopefully they can keep enough heat so that they don't cheer him when he turns. Did you see who attended UFC 226 last night? (sighs) Yes. Yes, I I did. I think that might be where they're going with this... uh... The whole, I mean, are we going to get the, the Lesnar-Lashley before? Yes. And I think that's the other reason why Lashley is going to win. Whether you know, or not he's going to take the strap from Lesnar, I don't know. That depends on whether or not Brock is serious about fighting again. Well, I, th- I think uh, Dana White said last night, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, I think he said he's booking Brock Lesnar. Him and, uh, Corm- and Cormier, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty so. sure that's what he said, too. If that's legit and not just a publicity shit, then... Well, it's my understanding that Brock Lesnar has to be re-entered into the, correct me if I'm wrong, the USDA testing pool for six months before he can fight again. So, I'm not surprised. And he, isn't, he is not re-entered as of today. Again, if I'm wrong, somebody please email, correct me. That is my understanding, that he has at least a six-month wait. 
It's fucked up. So <laughs> I don't know how it works. I, I would think he could re-enter prior to his contract with I don't know with the E running up because he's not fighting. He's just entering the pool to be tested, and then the six months could go by. He could overlap them. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know I how that think works. But. I'm not a UFC guy. I could be way off on this. That's what I've gotten from reading the little that I have. Mm-hmm. But um, I hope this, that's the route they're going. I hope we're going to get the Lashley Lesnar only because I, I just don't want to see Roman Reigns anymore. Yeah, I, I, I'm done with him and Lesnar. Not even yeah. him and Lesnar. I just don't want to see him. Yeah, like you know? I'm, I'm almost, I'm almost itching for. Um, uh, shit, I guess I'm not. I can't Ron, remember Ron his name. Cash in? No, 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 no. Uh, Ambrose to come back. Mm. He's been out of the picture mm. for so long. I'm ready. You know, I'm Bob, ready. Bob, I don't know if you'll remember this. You're the only one that could vouch for this. But years ago, I think when The Shield was originally hot, we had nothing to do. We decided to hang out and watch a Raw on a Monday night. If I recall correctly, yes. we both fell asleep. Yes. But I, I remember telling you that night, the only one of those three that I saw any money in, and I'm sticking to it today, was Seth Rollins. Yeah. Then and now. You want to talk about a Shawn Michaels. That dude. No, you can shake your head all no. you want. That mm-hmm. dude is money. Mm-hmm. He's okay. not he's not Shawn Michaels. I think he's every bit as good. I don't even think that I don't even think the comparison is fair. I okay. think Shawn Michaels is here and Seth Rollins is up here. And that's what they, I, I they'll tell you. And that's what they'll have you believe. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, so do that again? I think I misunderstood. You think, you're you think Rollins is above? Yes. Okay. Oh, all right. No, no, no. Yeah. I thought you were going the other way with that. That's why no, I, I was... No, I like Seth Rollins. I, I, like I get Rollins. everything that Shawn Michaels did. Okay, I thought you were going the other way with mm-hmm. that. I thought you were going to give me more of their revisionist bullshit history. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I think Shawn, Shawn Michaels was is great for what he was when he was, but I there apologize. Is, there is no way that you take a Shawn Michaels in his prime and put him against Seth Rollins now, and he come and, and Seth Rollins doesn't win. Right? Yeah, I don't know how. I don't. I don't even know what, what kind of a feud is he stuck in at these at this point. He's still, he's still with um, Shawn Michaels 2.0. Well, <laughs> um, he's, I even, don't, he's even got the taller bodyguard, just like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could they somehow, with black hair and a black beard? Wow! Yeah. Wow! Could mm-hmm. they somehow get the belt on him? Well, then doing, I might be interested. On who? Rollins. The heavyweight belt? They could. I mean, they're doing a thirty-man Iron Man match. Well, he's got to lose. He's got to lose to Ziggler then. He he might. They're he doing a thirty-man Iron Man match for the Intercontinental Title. That that's gonna be money. That's gonna be a great fucking match. Mm. And Rollins will probably lose. And I I don't think they'll get him in the title scene for SummerSlam, but maybe right. Survivor Series. Did he ever get a rematch for for lo- did? I wouldn't. Yeah, know. he for losing the title. Yes, he got it the following week, and now okay. they're doing. Oh, uh, they just rushed it and you well, know, pushed him out the door. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if they're going to give it back to him until they're going to put him in the heavyweight spot, or if they're just going to have him, you know, start making right. his WrestleMania. Because mm. it's it's coming. I mean, mm. it's not like it's that far away. Yeah, yeah. Look so. again. I sincerely apologize. I thought you, know, you were going to give me the old no, rhetoric okay. about Shawn Michaels being. You know, no, the greatest there ever was, Mr. WrestleMania, yeah. the icon, and and he's all those things. But, but I just think was, Rollins is better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, I'm not talking about SmackDown, but SmackDown's a better show than Raw. I feel like it always has been. 
feel like that's always been the way. I don't way. know if it's well, always I don't, has know, been, how, I don't but, know about always, but it is now. I mean, you got Rusev, who's going up against uh, AJ Styles for the title at this next pay-per-view. Uh, you got the win. Usos. I don't think he's going to win either. I wish he would. I like him, yeah. I, I like Rusev. Um, it's believable, too. Yeah. He you would got, snap AJ in half. Mm-hmm. You got. I know you don't like Jeff Hardy, but he's, going, mm-hmm. he's defending the U.S. title against Shinsuke. Nakamura. That's probably a good spot. Yeah. That's and probably a good spot. I, I think he yeah. might I think he might drop. I, I hope he drops. Yeah. That'd be great for Shinsuke. Yeah. Um and I you know, they just reunited Team Hell No. I don't know how I feel about that. Daniel Bryan and Kane. No thanks. Mm. It was no, thanks. it was a little funny, but mm. You know, I read something about uh you know, he's he's running for mayor, I believe, of if he wins, he's out. Fuck me if I know where. <laughs> Suplex City. And of course he's catching know. a whole bunch of flack. From the Democrat so, yeah. running about taking it seriously and whatnot. Well, if he wins, he's out. He's he's been on record saying that. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Oh, if if he if wins, he win, the, the if mayoral, he wins the yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, then he's done with wrestling. He's done with wrestling. Yeah, right. I think he might be done anyway. I, I like I, I like SmackDown. I think they're putting the product better together. And I gotta say, fucking Paige's smoke show. Matt, oh, pass. Next. She's hot. Mm. All right. um, and you know the last two things I'm going to put these videos out <laughs> for you guys to see I'm going to send them to you maybe later they crack me up there's one video it was some indie, sh- indie show remember, remember, remember the pounce that I sent it to you I think you did I think you did <laughs> this guy pounced this little guy into the crowd oh yeah that was funny you sent me that that was hilarious I'm going to post yeah, it on my Facebook and Twitter page so you guys yeah. can take a look at it it's fucking yeah. hysterical and then I saw another one yesterday this guy dressed up in a Michael Jackson-esque costume. Okay. Or it could have been a chick. I couldn't tell because it was a, a cell phone camera. Okay. And it was it was close, but not close enough. Whatever three-man tag team it was, they tagged this person in, and he came in and grabbed the opponent in a DDT and did a moonwalk. Wow. And then the DDT. Wow. You know, yeah. It, it was... It was that's it was special. pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty funny. So, you know, these guys are doing some creative stuff, but... Yeah. They'll never be in the WWE. No, I'm not doing shit like that. <laughs> yeah. But I thought they were funny, so... That is funny. Um, yeah, thanks. Right. Hit my music again. yours? No, I... Your mother said she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the guys must have... Must have what? Look, Dad, it's Where not... did you get it? Dad, Answer I... me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. No, no, no. Take five. Hey, he said five, so let's give it five for five. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, when you try that taste, you can come alive for the five fruity flavors in Five Alive. I say five come alive for Five Alive. Gentlemen. I want to welcome you to a world where noobs get nuked, turtles get trounced, and all the victories are flawless.
This is Flash Rodman's Fight Forum. And today, uh, we're going to be talking about a game that was just released. Dude, the whole mood in here changed. Did you... <laughs> uh, yeah. Purple right. lights and yes. shit. Right? Smoke. Right? Okay. No, it's me farting. Sorry. <laughs> um, so I picked up a, a game that was just released last week um, that I had had my eye on. Uh, I'm big into fighting games, as you know. So I wanted to kind of change it up a little bit this week and, and talk about something fighting game related. So this fighting game was released last week, and I had my eye on it. It's called um, Fighting EX Lair. Great name. Just kidding. It's a horrible name. But um, to, to understand the name, i got to take you kind of way back. You know, back back in 95, the, the company called Arica, they, they had some people who worked on Street Fighter 2. They kind of went off, made up their own company, but they still had a good relationship, and they, re they released Street Fighter EX. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, the first, you know, uh, Street Fighter had, like, 3D polygons. And it had the original characters and Street Fighter characters. And they were in a game. Yes. Battle Arena Toshinden. Right. Battle Arena Toshinden. <laughs> no, but it was it was actually a really fun game. It was a really fun game. Pretty popular. They made two sequels. There was Part 2. It was also on PlayStation. And then a Part 3 was on the PS2. Okay. Okay. And then they kind of made their own game with their own characters that was only released in Japan. That was called Fighting Lair. Hence... They made Fighting EX Laird. Once you know the wacky history, the the name. It's still a bad name. <laughs> right, it's still a bad name. Right, it's still a bad name. So so, but that's where it comes from. Yeah. If that makes sense, that's where it comes from. You know, after EX Three, they they really hadn't made any fighting games, and they pitched ideas to Capcom for a new entry in the EX series, and they actually completed. It's actually online. I saw it on YouTube. Their work uh, for the 3DS. They were making a game called. Fighting sample, and it had the those EX characters, and it was going to be for the 3DS. Okay, but they 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 said no. So the the people who were working on there, they they wanted to kind of familiarize themselves with the the Unreal Engine. So they kind of made a demo with EX characters, and they released it as like an April Fool's joke. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm ignorant when it comes to this stuff. Wasn't the Unreal Engine for shooters? Yeah. Well, this is the Unreal Four engine. Unreal Engine Four. They they've done other ones like they they've never released it but they showed what like the Legend of Zelda over really yeah time oh that's would, interesting would yeah. look like on an Unreal Four oh, that's, engine that's yeah. super interesting I didn't yeah. know anything about I don't play fighters and I I don't play first person and I don't play shooters but right wow. so they they released this like on April Fools and people who are hardcore like fighting game fans like me we saw this and we kind of like lost our shit right because we're like oh my god it's gonna be another because the Street Fighter yeah some people hate it. I really liked it. I thought it was really fun. Okay. Had a lot of interesting ideas. They it was one of the first games that I remember where you can you can at something it's a little technical term you can like super cancel. So like if you were doing okay, say like <laughs> super cancel indeed. <laughs> so so say you're like Ken and you're doing like your super right and you're you're kind of doing the uppercut super uppercut. Well, if you do the motion for another super like a fireball, you can cancel that one into the other one so you could chain them together. It was a lot of fun. You can experiment. You can do different combos. You make your... It was fun. Okay. This game was fun. So I was excited. <laughs> I was excited. Well, was it fun? <laughs> right. It was fun. So I was really excited when I saw this April Fool's Day thing, and the, the response they got was, like, really, really big. So they decided to actually make, make the game. So the response was good. Right. Oh, you said you lost your shit, and I told No, you I meant that in a good way, because uh, it was really unexpected. Like, because this series had died, like, right. in 2000, and was never heard from again. So when right. it just popped up out of nowhere, it was like, holy shit. And then they actually made the game. So That's awesome. It was awesome. So they, they released it and it came out and I sort of impulse bought it. Because uh, <laughs> because I just really wanted it. Um, so the thing is, 
Right. So I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get in, I'm going to get into that cuz this is kind of a review. This this the point okay. of this is there's a review on this Actually, game. Sorry, okay. I didn't kind of put that up front. So, the they there's two versions. There was like a standard edition, it's 39.99 and then there's like a premium edition. I forget what they call it, which is 59.99. Okay. Now, I got the standard edition cuz I did some research and the premium version is not worth it okay. at all. Okay. Um it just had one extra character and it gives you cuz the game also incorporates what's called like a Goji system. Yeah, so you played Injustice 2, right? Yes. Okay. And Injustice 2, you had like those power ups, right? The yeah. armor. And that, if correct me if I'm wrong, like you're playing and like certain, it gives you certain like boosts, yeah. right? While you're playing, right. you get, do more damage, mm-hmm. you get more defense. This is similar to that. Okay. Okay. You pick like a deck and it like has like four or five of these abilities. But the fun thing is like they, you have to do certain conditions to trigger them. So if I knock you down three times, then like your, your armor will kick in and you'll have a certain amount of time where you have extra armor so you'll take less damage. Gotcha. It's pretty cool. Like it sounds like oh, you, it would break the game, but the way they incorporated it was actually kind of fair and it kind of like changes up every bit. Because like, if I'm fighting you and I'm kicking your ass, but then all of a sudden your thing triggers and now you do more damage, I got to say, oh shit, because now you could come back. So I got the regular edition, but I hadn't done enough research because... Since they're such a small developer, they it sort of was a passion project for them. Okay. So they kind of just released the game, and that was all the money they had was to just kind of release the game. I see. So one of the drawbacks is it's very bare bones. Mm. It's really bare bones. Have that has that become just too prevalent? Yes. So and I was and I was kind of shocked by that because I was like, oh shit! Like there there was not like even like an arcade mode. There's like no story mode. Yeah. So it's so, just online versus? So it's online versus, and it does have, like, um, like a training mode where you can practice your moves, and then you can also set up the computer like a dummy. You can have them fight you, mm-hmm. or you can practice combos. Within that, hidden, I don't know why it's fucking hidden, <laughs> is, is a survival mode where you it's like called a kumite, so you can okay. kind of go through that. So, so okay. you have that. Okay. <laughs> so Does the computer respond AI-wise yeah. as a story mode might? I mean, you could set the difficulty. Okay. The story mode kind of scales. This, you kind of tell it, you know, if you want it to be hard, easy, or, or okay. whatever. So I was shocked and a little, I was like taken aback by that. And I had your voice running through my head. <laughs> because <laughs> as I was playing, I'm like, oh shit. And then I'm like, now am I going to rationalize my purchase, my pre-order <laughs> purchase? Am I have to convince myself right. that I like this game because I don't want to feel burned? Right. But I am happy to report that despite that shit that it is bare bones another kind of ding I gave it was it does have a small roster there's 12 characters 13 if you get the premium which I don't recommend getting the premium version and you know even the the lower edition is $39.99 which is a little pricey a little steep Bob you broke you broke your own rule I did I did I did break my rule well, but, he said it was an impulse buy. Yeah, because I just, I, I just, I was so happy to see this, and I, I really like these guys and the games that they make, and I kind of, it's almost kind of want to support them too, which I don't do a lot. But this right. was like one of the things where I'm like, these guys are a small developer, and they, re- you know, and I'm like, fuck it, you know, it's like I should, I should throw my money behind this. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. As an impulse buy. Yeah. If they didn't offer the bare bones thirty nine ninety nine version. Would you have paid the fifty nine ninety nine? No, you wouldn't. I, I think I would have had to say no at okay. that point because I was really struggling with the with the, the thirty nine ninety nine. So I, okay. the sixty dollars, I think I would have been out. Okay, with with what they had all offered, I would have been like. And now playing it, yes. Would you pay sixty dollars for it? No, <laughs> but I do want to say that I, having played it, the the game is fucking great. Awesome. I think it's great. And it's funny because I gave, if you guys remember on the earlier episode, I gave Capcom a lot of shit. 
Because they basically did the same thing. Right. They released a bare bones fucking game right. and they sold you all the parts later mm-hmm. and I trashed them. In this case, I give Arica a pass. Because of the situation, they are a small developer, they had to put everything they have just to get the game out. But the difference is, Street Fighter V just never felt right and to right. me it sucked where this felt right from the minute and it's fun as fuck to play. Yeah, and that's all that matters. And that's all that matters. Well, that's great. Yeah, that so is. the gameplay was like a blast. I instantly I was playing and I was playing online, and that was another thing. The online worked. <laughs> it just it worked. I was able to find a match. The match worked. I mean, I didn't. I, I was playing for a few hours. I didn't mm-hmm. have any chugging. I didn't have any slowdown. I didn't have any disconnects. Yeah. Did you win the match? That's I the won the match. But here's the thing. Here's another thing. I thought. I mean, I know it's early. It's only been out for a little while. But the matchmaking that I got was pretty good. I right. felt like everybody I fought was on my level. I won some, but I lost some too. But but the wins that I the the, the matches that I lost, they were close matches, right, right. and they were I'm like where I lost, I'm like okay, I I never felt like the game was, I was fighting the game. What platform right. is it for? It's for I, PS4. PS4. They are also going to come out for for the P, uh, PC mm-hmm. as well. Really? Is that yeah. awkward? Or is that just me? That's a fighting game, a on, fighting the game on the PC? That's no, they, they don't that's not... That, 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 I mean, it would just feel... What I would it? think going from a... Con, I mean, I guess I think PC, I think keyboard and mouse. Yeah, yeah, me too. So I, I guess you could these days. Yeah, no, they, no, because they, they did that with... It doesn't seem right. It doesn't, you're right. AF. <laughs> AF up. They have US, USB arcade sticks. No, of course, of course. Yeah, well, I, I don't... Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I think these days it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty I mean, I have people, you know, people. My one of my friends, he he, he was playing Street Fighter Five on his computer and, and Street Fighter right. Four, and so is he, it? Is that cross platform? That it one is. was. That one was. This That's one, yeah. This cool. one, I, I assume it will be when they right. when they do it. I also read though that they did say they're going to add a proper arcade mode after the Evo this year. Okay. Evo, which okay. is a fighting game tournament. Right, right. So that they will do that and I'm pretty confident that they are going to add more characters. Right. And, you know, if it sells pretty well, I don't see why they couldn't throw in, you know, maybe the bells and whistles that it didn't have before. If they throw in the arcade mode and other characters yeah. and such like that after that, are yeah. they going to charge for that? I don't think they're going to charge for the arcade mode. They, you know, I, they, they might just because that seems to be the, yeah, the, the norm yeah. these days. Yeah. Um, so I think they, I think they might. Right. I'm sure they'll offer, you know, yeah. a, a deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, know, I mean, I'm hoping... Day. I mean, it'd be great if they didn't. Right. You know, but I, I think charging for an arcade mode is outrageous. Yeah. Um, the deal is for the arcade mode and <laughs> right. the next six characters, yeah. 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but, you know, so my, like, my final... <laughs> my final score, what I finally gave it, I actually gave it three and a half orange Blanca pubic hairs out of five. Um, it's an official, official rating. It's official. That's an official rating. That's a, yes. It's an industry term. It's an industry term. Now, I gave it as the game stands right now. And that's why I, I gave right. that. You know what, so, You are firm, yet fair. Right. But, but I mean, it's, that's so what it's hard. Said. You know, if, if you're not, if you're, if you're not like really a hardcore fighting game fan or a hardcore Street Fighter fan, it's hard for me to recommend it, especially at that price point, what you're getting. But if you are into that, I love Street Fighter 4 to death. It was one of my favorite fighting games of all time. I played it online. I had a good time when it online. I loved it. And when 5 came out, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? And I, I, I didn't like it from the first day, and I still don't like it now. 
It's just something about that game just feels wrong. It doesn't make any fucking sense to me. They changed. They changed a lot from four to five, mm. by the way, with just the mechanics and everything. It just it feels like a yeah, different game. Yeah, I, I heard. I I checked out a Street Fighter a very long time ago, right? But I heard that when they released five for the PS4, I read anyway that it was just not a complete game. The roster was terrible. There was no uh, arcade or story mode. It was just online, and all that shit came later. Yeah. Or the better parts of them yeah. came later. Yes. And then they released more characters as it went, and I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. It was botched. But but the game the game just wasn't fun. Street Fighter V wasn't fun, and that's why I'm happy to report. Playing EX Lair, great name, by the way, <laughs> is fun. I would I had been looking for like another really fun fighting game and like this one from what I played and what I even played online I like this I really like this I'm having fun so I would like to add yeah I love stories like this I do I love it when these things come out of nowhere yeah you know there's no announcement there's right. no build up there's no there's hype to no live up to yeah and it's just a great fucking experience yeah and it shits on the well established the Street Fighters yeah the Soul Calibers whatever <laughs> right. Virtual yeah. fight, whatever the fuck they put out these days. Yeah. These stories are so heartwarming. I love them. Yeah, and I'm I mean, glad. I, I'm glad. I'm really glad you shared that, Bob. Oh yeah. well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I hope it sells well. I hope that this leads to to more. Yeah, I would think it would be things, really so. cool to see if it did sell well to see what yeah. they could do with the budget behind them. Exactly. Uh, exactly. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, that's, that's all I got for Flash Robin's fighting for. I'm going to kick it over to Money, who's got a special message for our fans. All right, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Your listenership has really been incredible over these past few episodes, way more than any of us imagined it would be this early on. However, I want to throw a little bit of a challenge out to you guys. I want you each to just share with one person, any one person, I don't care who it is, could be your mom, could be your dad, could be your brother, could be your limo driver, makes no difference. Share our show with one person. I don't give a shit how you do it. Do it through social media, do it through word of mouth. However you want to do it, do it. But I challenge you guys, one person. That's it. We want to keep growing. Hopefully, everybody's saying challenge accepted. All right, we're going to do one more Name That Game. This is going to be a song from a game. It's not an intro or the ending music. This is actual in-game music. So here is this week's Name That Game. There you go. That's it. Good luck with that one. All I will tell you, it was a great fucking game. It was indeed. Yes. Well, thank you guys very much for listening to this episode of All Up In Your Geek. Like we said, we do appreciate all of your support. Please keep sending us emails at allupinyourgeek at gmail.com. We really do enjoy reading them and getting your feedback. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at All Up In Your Geek. Thanks again, guys, and geek up. Don't get raped.